0: KISS 925 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Oh, two, Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's
1: Roz and Mocha. What's going on?
2: Hey guys,
3: this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The chain Smoker. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Car- Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha,
2: my, my boys, Roz and, and Mocha. Mocha. The
1: Roz and Mocha show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
2: Roz,
4: Mocha. Roz. I think Mocha! You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You
1: just yes. won $1,000. That is
5: amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome,
0: man. Woo! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Chris is on the phone, Roz, and you are going to love this. He texted in and said, please call me. I have a great, great haunted house story that happened to me and my wife involving my dog.
6: Oh, yes. <laughs> are you ready for this? yeah Go ahead, Chris. Okay, so... Uh, This was about six years ago, six, seven years ago. Um, We moved into uh, our first place, uh, like an older home and we have a a small dog and maybe like a few months after living there, um, he was just acting really weird. He he would always uh, stare and like growl at like the corner of the living room. Up, uh, up by the ceiling. Never anywhere else. He, there's nothing there. There's no light or anything like that. He would literally just stare in the corner and, and growl at it, like as if like he was scared by something. And then during the night when we're sleeping, though, you, we would wake up because we'd hear creaking in the floors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one night we got woken up by a loud bang. We had a big picture in our living room or uh, our bedroom. And it was literally lifted up off of the hooks and fell onto the ground and broke. Like there's a, the hooks are like, they stick out. There's no way for it to just like slip off. And uh, the worst one yet was, I was sitting in the living room watching a movie and the, the wife went to get up to go use the washroom And our dog again was staring at that same corner in the living room growling at it. And then I told in the to stop. And then right after that, we have like kind um, of like a like a crystal flower type looking thing that holds uh, candles. And it was pushed off of the unit that our TV is on, and it's up high. And it's not like it like the vibrations from the TV just made it fall, and then it landed on the floor. It was pushed off hard right at me, and it ended up shattering right on the ground in front of me.
1: So how long after you guys moved into this place did all this stuff start happening?
6: Maybe like a couple months after we were living there. It was just small stuff like, yeah, or creaking and and then, and then did it ever
1: did it ever stop?
6: Uh, no, like we ended up moving. Um, we weren't even there for a year. We were just creeped out by the place completely and then we we found another place that was a little bigger
7: did you tell the new people that moved in that it was haunted <laughs>
6: We'll, we'll just keep that to ourselves. Yeah, see, this is
7: why, this is the thing with ghost believers, man. Okay, first of all, if you, be- if you believe in ghosts and your house is haunted, the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to get rid of all your candelabras, okay? Like, you, d- you have to do that. Anybody who suspects that they live in a haunted house, you got to get rid of the candelabras because you know that that's what's the ghost. That's what the ghosts like. Also, if you're sitting there telling us right now that pictures are flying off the wall and things are flying off the mantle about to hit you and shattering all over the floor, and your dog is obsessed with the corner, and and you were like, this place is way too freaky for us to live here. And then you leave yeah. and don't tell the next people. What is the it matter with you?
6: <laughs> we, uh, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we just sound crazy, you know. there's
7: no. you know, people, that I know people do. People that no. Tell, you know, no. No. <laughs> <laughs>
6: like in the listing, it should say like three
1: bedroom,
7: two bath, one ghost. Yeah. Like, do you have to disclose? <laughs> like, do you have to do like, do you have to like, I would, I would put like box tape on the corner. Don't, don't do anything with this corner. That's the ghost <laughs> corner.
8: Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't so look it. So did here. anything
7: weird
1: happen once you like left that place and went into your new place?
6: No, no, no oh, nothing, okay. nothing weird. Uh, I think we uh, managed to leave all that behind.
1: Did you ever look into like who owned that, like the the history of owners for that house, or if anything weird had ever happened, like if anyone got killed there?
6: No, I never did. I really should, but it, it's uh, like I said, it's a really old house. Like yeah. how many years old do you think? Like
1: a hundred? Oh, oh, over more over than 100. that. Oh yeah.
7: yeah, yeah. Oh, what? No, that makes perfect sense because <laughs> only old houses are haunted. That's man, them ghosts. Yeah, them old timey ghosts. Nobody ever has a haunted yeah. condo, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right, yeah. Nobody's nobody's ever living at 480 square feet, being like, Ooh. no, the
1: space is too small for me. <laughs> are you
7: get me? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chris. All right, thanks, guys.
0: Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
9: Podcast.
7: Scariest movie of all time? Go.
1: Oh, boy, Exorcist. You think so, huh? <sighs> okay, no. Okay, sorry. Of all time, of
7: all time, you know, what movie- for you, for you, for you, for you. That that oh, you my like. God. You don't need to try and cater to some sort of you know history or what the general population okay. feels are the scariest movies. Like, to you, what were when were you the sc- most scared? Okay, there's, watching a movie. Just three. Okay. Uh, Paranormal Activity, correct? The first one. Okay, yes,
1: sir. Uh, the Conjuring. Yeah. And um, oh my God, what's that movie? They did like two of them. Uh... And he saw the, the the demon took his kid. Oh, oh, um, and then he had to get the lady. It's all part of the Conjuring universe. Okay. And he got the lady, and then she, like, put him to sleep. And then, oh, what's it called? Like, uh... Look, Conjuring.
7: you got time to look it up. I'll explain what they did and while well, you look that up. So, they took the... Insidious. Base, Insidious. That's okay. the one.
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, that
7: one freaked me out, man. Let's put some scary music on right now. So what they did was they took, based on IMDb and Rotten Tomato scores of what people thought were the scariest movies of all time. So they took the top 50 scary movies listed, and then they had 50 people sit down and watch all 50 movies. And they monitored their heart rates. Oh, God. So the scores on what actually are, according to beats per minute of the individual heart rates were which one gave you the highest heart rate, which was based on jump scare, and then which one had the most prolonged heart rate at an accelerated BPM, meaning that it was the scariest movie from start to finish. And then they came up with a list. Okay. And if you're looking for things to do, because Halloween is very different this year, if you're looking for things to do, let me go through this list for you. It's 20, so get a pen. Write it down. At number 20 was Scream okay. At number 19 was It At number 18 was Hush Yeah that one. Hush. Oh my god It's a crazy movie Yeah go watch that Go find it on Netflix At 14 it's a tie between Halloween Texas Chainsaw Massacre 28 Days Later Exorcist mm. At 12 it's a tie between A Quiet Place And A Nightmare on Elm Street Ooh good one At number 9 It's a tie between The Descent The Visit And The Ring Oh, the ring. At number seven people is The Conjuring and 2 and The Babadook. Oh,
1: Babadook. I forgot about that one. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yo, Duke, they made people Duke, watch Duke,
7: all Duke, these Duke, movies? Duke, Duke. 50 people watch 50 scary movies, and they monitored their heart rates while they did it. No, thank you. Okay. At number I'm busy s- that day. At number six is It Follows. Okay. At number five is Paranormal Activity. Yeah. See? Told you. At number four is Hereditary. I still...
1: Been on my list. Still can't bring myself to watch you it. can't it. watch it. No. Didn't
7: you just watch Hereditary, Mori? You did, come in here You didn't like it What are you talking about You didn't like it
2: I, ha- I
1: thought that Ever since it dropped On Netflix Yeah I've had it on my list and you, I and have yet to watch it. it Honestly
2: it. Yeah. Like I love scary movies yeah. The ring is what I was going to suggest For this yeah. Hereditary to me Was boring Really I, Interesting It didn't scare me At all Yeah Interesting I didn't get it You? Oh you didn't get it Okay yeah. I think that's different though But I think I if think something's Going to be great. truly scary It should be easy And scarable For anybody Who's scarable Argue me on that. Argue me on that.
7: <laughs> 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 Argue yeah, me on that. I'm going to get that a t shirt, man. <laughs> okay. Hereditary ain't scary. Argue me on that. He's a divorce, Okay. Um, hereditary was at number four. Thank you, Damon Mori. Can I Can I just Absolutely. throw one more in go there? Go ahead. Black Christmas. Black Christmas? Which never one's black? It's not on, was on list. from the 70s. Okay, here we go. Canadian. Yeah. And fantastic. Okay. Argue okay. me on that. <laughs> <laughs>
8: um,
7: <Sounds laughs> at, uh, uh, the Conjuring is the next one on the list. Thank you. Yes. And, uh, and it's a tie for number one. And okay. again, these are the 50 scariest movies based on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. And they had 50 people watch all 50 movies and they monitored their heart rates. And number one is a tie between Insidious and See? and Sinister. Oh,
1: sinister was a good
7: one too. <laughs> sinister was a real good so one. So there you go. Oh yeah, insidious. Yes. Oh my There's god. There's your Halloween list.
1: Oh jeez.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Happy birthday, Roz! Oh, come on. Hey, Thank you. Thank you. it's your Thank birthday. You. It's your birthday. Hey, can I just tell you that for I don't even know how many months now? Yeah. I thought that I was turning forty-seven today, until. My kid told me yesterday, or two <laughs> days ago, that I turned forty six. Oh, so lost, <laughs> I'm so lost. I, had, I, I had like I had told people uh-huh. for months. Like I've been asked my age maybe a couple of times by a couple of different people that I was doing stuff with over the last like six seven months, and they asked me how old it was, and I said forty six. I was saying it for the whole year. Now, do you feel relieved? Yes, I just gained
1: time. Now, but do you feel now that you have to go back to all those people and be like? I'm actually now 46. Well,
7: no, what it all comes down to is I thought that I had a pretty decent body for somebody who was turning 47, but now I feel terrible because I think that I have a bad body for somebody who's only 45.
2: <laughs> no, but do you not feel exhausted? Do you not feel exhausted that you have to relive the year that you thought you already lived? No, it's a gift. Oh, I'd be like, I got to do all that again. That's not like I have, that's like I'm going
7: to a time machine, I have to actually relive the year over.
2: No. no, I'd be like, oh, I thought I was older. Sense now I have to do all now. that
7: again. No. no,
1: sense of relief. I don't
7: have to do anything again. Just continue with life. <laughs> and also, why would he want how to is, repeat this year again? Do you know? I don't have. Listen, I, I don't. I don't have to. I'm not repeating anything. I, I just made a mistake on how old I was. That's all. It's a gift. Now I've gained a year. Now, now what but I'm, do you feel that you look older for for I literally just talked about that. I literally just said that I. I felt good about myself because I thought that I had a decent body for somebody who's turning forty-seven. And then I felt terrible about myself because I thought I had a terrible body for somebody who was only forty five. Which now hurts more than I have to say twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway. Happy birthday, Roz! Thanks.
7: This is the Roz and Mocha
1: Show podcast. Looky who we got here, it's Fabian. Looky, lucky, lucky. Happy birthday, Rod. Thank you, my brother. How are you, man?
7: Everything We're, good? Yeah, everything's
1: great. Hey, Fabian, uh, for Ross's yes, birthday, have you planned to smoke like a special joint? Do you have like a... <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I knew it. I, I knew it. I, I got, knew
10: it. I got a sour patch kiss that I grew myself. <laughs> uh-huh. I actually tested the THC and it's at 24% THC. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and then what I'm going to do is on the paper, I'm going to slick the paper with some distillant, <laughs> which is 95% pure THC. Okay. And I'm gonna have a nice day today. I don't know what any of that means. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like Baby's getting lit for your birthday. Yeah, I don't. I, Absolutely. I
7: don't know what any of that means, man. I do not know that world of uh, of weed, but you have
10: at it. <laughs> Well, hey, man, it's all for you, buddy. Oh, That's thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's
7: exactly what so I thoughtful. want. <laughs> Love you, baby.
10: We got go. <laughs> to you guys. go. Love All right, buddy.
7: man. Have a good Great one. Great
1: go. right, Hi, man. it's the moga Show. What's your name? Hi, my name's Sonny. What up, Morning.
3: Sonny? Hey, hey, how's it going, Ross?
7: Yeah, good, buddy. What's up? I just want to say happy birthday. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it.
3: Yeah, man. Don't worry. You're not getting older, man. <sighs> you know, we're all, we're
7: all in the same boat. So, <sighs> What boat is that? You know, the, the life, the boat of life, you yeah. know? We're all, we're all doing it together. Thanks, man. It sounds like the boat's sinking is what you want to say. <laughs> yeah,
8: and we are got to
7: keep our boat floating. And I don't have the arm strength to bail it out. <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs> Thanks, honey. You guys,
0: you guys crack me up. You guys are amazing. Keep going. It's a great work. I'll talk to you soon. This is the Roz and Mocha Show
1: podcast. Uh, happy birthday, Roz. Thank you very much. Um, Always appreciate. Uh, Damon Mori made some cold calls to randoms right across the country yesterday. Oh yeah! In his ongoing corn uh, tunes story, where Damon Mori starts the story, and then the person on the phone will have to, sorry, corn tales is what we call it. Corn tales, uh, and Mori starts the story, and then the people on the other line will have to just continue the story. Love these. And today's is dedicated to you, Roz,
7: for your birthday. Oh, it is? Oh, no. But
1: the thing is, when you listen to these, um, the people, like, they don't know who you are. They just think that the character's name in the story is Roz. Oh, they don't know it's me? They don't know that it's actually you. Why didn't you explain to people? But obviously all of us right now, we are picturing you.
7: (laughs) (sighs) Oh, for God's sake.
1: (laughs) In this Corn Tales chapter seven.
2: Hello? Do you feel lucky Yes! (laughs) Yes! Because <laughs> you are going to start yeah, off a baby. special Ros and Mocha's Corrin Tales! I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Turning the page onto chapter seven. Excuse and me. let us begin. Today is Roz's birthday.
3: And since he booked the day off, he thought he'd go down to the river and do some fishing. <laughs> but while fishing on his 70th
5: birthday... Alone because he has no friends. He noticed (laughs) a glisten of light coming from behind. A cluster of trash washed up on the shore. He walked over and screamed when he saw... The highly talked about and sought after birthday goblin. Your chances of winning the lottery are higher than meeting the birthday
9: goblin.
3: The goblin was a short creature barely coming up to Roz's knees, but he had an aura of intensity reminiscent of a fearsome combination of Yoda, Gollum, and Greta Thunberg. (laughs) The birthday Gollum sensed the fear in Roz's eyes and told him not to worry. I'm your friend, and this is your lucky day. I am here to invite you to name three wishes for your birthday. Roz seemed a bit skeptical and asked, What's the catch? The birthday goblin answered as he smiled lasciviously. You're pretty clever
2: for a tall guy. It's true, there's
3: always a catch. <laughs> Roz took a giant step backwards and said, No offense, but I'm happily
10: married, so I won't kiss you. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not my type. But here's the catch. I promise to grant you two of your three wishes, but I get to select one of the three, which will be granted to your worst enemy instead of to you. Oh. But I have no enemies. The goblin loudly
3: spit on the ground and warned, Don't you dare lie to me. <laughs>
11: wow. The sky darkened. Roz took a deep breath, thumbed his nose, and yelled, I never lie! And he took his fishing hook and flung it at the birthday goblin, jabbing him in the eye. Oh! The
3: goblin then yelled, Just for that, no wishes for you. Roz took a bag of
11: all-dressed chips, took out one, and took a bite, and then said... I don't need no stinking wishes.
5: <laughs> the goblin vanished, and to this day, Rod regrets not getting his three wishes. He went slightly crazy and can be heard to this day mumbling to himself, three wishes, three birthday wishes, three wishes, three wishes. And his sister, Rosita, has turned to a light of public speaking, telling people that if they ever come across this birthday goblin, do as he says. If you're lucky enough to be invited to Roz's bachelor apartment above the local pizza place, <laughs> behind a glass frame is a piece of paper. People believe his enemy's name is written on that paper.
2: Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Very well done. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
1: wow. Well, I got quite the, the life, huh? They know you so well. Yeah. Fishing, bachelor <laughs> apartment over a pizza shop. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. This
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Happy birthday,
7: Roz! Oh, God. What? Nothing.
1: It's a day to celebrate you! Oh, I know! Wow. We love you so much, and we want to okay. celebrate your special day. Thank you. We do love you. Uh, Dammit, Maury is in the room. <sighs> oh, I know. And Dammit, Maury has asked for some time on the Roz Amoga show. Did you to help me, celebrate your did birthday. Did you comb
7: your hair like that because it's my birthday?
2: I did. Did you? And you noticed? Oh, my God. He <laughs> no. noticed.
7: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. You're like, I'm the only one that noticed. Yeah, you need a haircut, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: in the past, when Maury has asked for time on the show to celebrate you and your birthday, Roz, yes. uh, traditionally, he's written poems. <clears throat> uh, in 2015, okay. he wrote a poem for you called Birthday Suit mm-hmm. that had a line in it that said, can I touch your knee? Right. <laughs> <laughs> In 2017, he wrote another poem where a line in it said, Can I tickle your feet? You're the perfect piece of meat. In 2018, he wrote you a poem called I Love You Roz from the Bottom of My Schnoz. That was also the same year. I don't know if you remember, but he showed up at your place with two steaks and not knowing (laughs) how to cook the steaks, he was like, yo, can you cook these steaks for us? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's your birthday cook for me. So, what is it that you have today, yeah. Maury? Oh my God, it's the excitement that is a special Ra's birthday musical number. That was the weirdest intro for anything I've ever heard. All you had to do was say I wrote life. a song.
7: Yeah, just gonna say I wrote a song. <laughs> you wanna try it again? Hey, Maury, what's the special thing you got playing? Oh
2: my God, like you'll never believe. <laughs> so, Maury
7: sent me the song.
2: Okay, but I also, okay, so you guys are gonna be a part of this. What do you mean? Oh. Okay, this is your... When I point to each of you, you have to do your line. This. But is it's Ross's birthday. You shouldn't have to do anything but sit no, back no. and enjoy. Participation is key. This is your okay. line. This okay. is your line.
7: Okay. So my line is this? Beep? Yeah, beep. Okay. So and my line why, why is, is this is ba. The, this is printed in the most awkward I way know. possible. It's like... You, you used a, like, 38 font, but yet you didn't use all caps, which if you wanted it that big, why would you just have used all caps? And it's also printed out on a weird Landscape. Like, landscape. <laughs> and, the, the, and,
8: and so much toner ink was used
7: that the page is starting to bend from being wet. Also, <laughs> like, what a waste of paper, bro, honestly. <laughs> like we, Yeah, man, come on,
2: dude. Uh, okay, so, so let's practice your line quick, just so you get it. Yeah. So when I point to each of you, it's like then you do your line, and immediately ross does his so boop ba beep no quicker boop ba beep boop beep boop beep beep boop
1: beep yeah okay it's <laughs> gonna be great i can't wait
7: <laughs> okay okay so okay. yeah this is for your birthday ross oh wow thanks guys happy birthday buddy <laughs> <laughs> thanks man
2: why, hello there, Maury. Whatcha singin'? singing? Well, this is Roz's super big game musical number. It's October twenty-second, a day your mom won't forget when you came out of the thinner and a stork set on your head. Now look at this man. How did he get so tall? Boop beep, boop beep. No, that's not the. You screwed... what? what? You went boop beep. Oh, because Mocha said boop beep. No, but well, that's not
1: your word on that piece your of paper. Word.
7: But what did you say? Oh, what did I say? Boop beep? Yes. Oh, I meant boop ba. Oh, and then I say beep. Yeah. I yeah. just repeat it, man. I just repeat it. Don't repeat <laughs> it. Read your line. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I just like, okay. I,
2: okay, let's start. Wow, from the you dog. have
7: literally one
2: word. Okay. Okay, now. <laughs> Hold
1: on.
7: okay, let's start again. Here we go. Isn't the birthday supposed to be fun for the person whose birthday it is? Right? Like, You're I'm not. tortured right now. I thought now. you'd love being a part of it. No, I don't like Maury. You've known me for how long? When have I ever said I liked being a part of anything? <laughs> <laughs> he likes
8: being
1: a
7: part of nothing at all. Thank you. Okay, here we go.
2: Why, hello there, Maury. What you singing? Well, this is Roz's super big game musical number. It's October 22nd, a day your mom won't forget. When you came out of the thinner and a stork sat on your head. Now look at this man, how did he get so tall? Boop-ba, beep. And his Beep. face looks like a hot Ken doll. Boop-ba. Beep. How did one guy get so perfect, so dashing, and so smart? It kinda makes you wonder: oh, does this man even fart? Oh, does this man even fart? Dee-da-da-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. dee 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 boop ba Beep. <laughs> I'll try to chase you and the men are running too. But you swivel and you dodge them and they can't catch you. How does this giant do it? Slay with all that gray. What I'm saying is his hair's gray, and I wish that he were gay. Oh, I wish that he were gay. da da dee 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 da da dee 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 Beep. <laughs> that was Ron's big gay musical number, everybody! That was Ron's, everybody! That- Everybody, that was Roz's Big Game Musical! Put your arms down in there! For the love of God, everybody, this was Roz's Big Game Musical number. <laughs> <Oop-a>.
8: Beep. <laughs> Happy birthday, Roz! <sighs> this
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Happy birthday, Roz! Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. We have somebody waiting to speak to you. Okay, all right. Oh,
10: look at that, Mayor John Tory! Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. I'm uh, very happy to be here. Now, it's, today's a special day, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I, I felt I felt I had to call in today because I called in for Maury's birthday, which, of course, is we're, we're giving uh, some thought to declaring that as a national or civic holiday. <laughs> but uh, then I realized it was Ro- 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 Roz's birthday today, and I thought he'd feel really badly if I didn't call it. He, he's such a he's such a wimp, you know. He'd Probably, like, he'd probably be upset and he'd be mad at me. And look yeah. at the gray in that beard. Enough with Holy you! What's going on? Enough with you! Oh, they Well, you know, but I, look, I, 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 I think, I think for fifty six, you're looking great. Yeah, <laughs>
7: You know, can I just can I just say that yeah. I, I as my I love uh, I I love our mayor. I'm a huge fan of uh, of John Tory, but I will tell however, you, but I general, will tell you this. However, here. however, you're in the category of people that I met too young with for the first time. Because when I first met it's you, true, I, know you know what right. I mean. I met you years ago, <laughs> and now you're in like this incredible position of public power, and you wield so much influence over the progression of my looks that I think that you may be the person that has the biggest sort of voice that knew me when I was younger. And uh, when you say that, uh, that look at all the gray in my beard, I know, I know that you're speaking the truth and it hurts a lot. So I, I, I
10: actually knew you when you couldn't even grow a beard. And thank now you very you much. <laughs> You've come a long way from inability to grow a beard to growing a beard that is principally gray, but that gives you gravitas. Thank you. And I think it's only fitting for a man who was who was born on the same day as a paranormal activity. Activity two was released, and the same day as the Dead Girls Detective Agency was released. You know that classic. I know that you've spoken about often on television. Dead Girls Detective Agency was released on your birthday, and I thought to myself, you know, how fitting is that. How fitting is that?
8: I love but that this uh, birthday
10: greeting
1: from the mayor you know? turned into an all-out roast. <laughs> so what do we get to do to uh, celebrate Roz's birthday in the, in the city of Toronto? Well, I opener. gather that he's
10: having a cup of warm milk and a biscuit, uh, you know, just before retirement at six o'clock tonight, which is good. I know he's into that now that he's approaching 60. Is it, is, is it really your 56th birthday day? I, I, I saw that in the notes and I thought, boy, that seems, <laughs> seems like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, <laughs> Yeah. I tell you what I'm doing for Roz's birthday. I'm going to get a flu shot because you know, I just thought you could never be too safe, just in case, you know. Because it sort of reminded me when I saw him with that gray hair. Yeah. better get a flu shot just to protect myself.
7: I know. I'm going to get my flu shot while I get my Metamucil. It's the exact same thing.
10: Exactly. That's yeah. it. The cup of warm milk, the biscuit, and the Metamucil. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I wasn't going to mention the Metamucil part because it gets into kind of you know territory <laughs> we don't want to get into early in the morning. But uh, you know, it, it reminds people of your vintage and mine. You know uh, yeah. that, that Metamucil helps keep things moving. It That's good. It's good. Really good. <laughs> Any other
1: uh, any any other um, roasts, jokes, one-liners you got for Ross nope. on his birthday no. before no. we uh, no. let you go, Mayor? No.
10: Ross, just happy birthday. You're you're doing well. You actually are looking really good, and uh, you, you know you can get some stuff that actually can brush in. Oh, I know you God. brush that gray in, so you will look serious, <laughs> and and so you you can actually brush it back out if you want. But thank, you're looking sharp, and so you're looking you good, go. and thank you're count. sounding good. So many more years to come. Happy birthday. Have fun. Thank doing whatever you so doing much,
7: today. Mr. Mayor. It is always <laughs> an absolute. <laughs> Absolute pleasure um, when you uh, when you come on the show and hang. Uh, I'm not going to... No, Maury, I'm not going to roast the mayor. I too much respect for the mayor. But uh, but I will say this. If you are into yeah, comedy... Yeah, because we'll have your car
10: towed. <laughs> just so you know, anytime you drive <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why I say nothing. This is why I say nothing. That's a very wise strategy. This is what I said, because man. You, you have know, too
7: much power.
10: The places to which we tow the cars are very, very far away. Right.
1: This old-ass sli- like... Too much power.
10: Too much power. And Maury's Birthday is still more important than yours, Roz. I hate to say it, but, you, know, he's the, you know he's the boss. So. Yeah, it's because
7: Maury doesn't it, have long left, long time left. We all know that. <laughs> that,
10: that no comment. Okay, bye guys. John, Torrey, thank day. you Happy so much. Birthday, Roz. Thank you very much. Take I care, really man.
0: appreciate it,
7: Mayor.
10: This is the
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: Uh, anybody else who is sharing a birthday today? Can I play something for everybody? Oh my god! This is my favorite birthday song. Oh, uh, for the past couple of years, anyway. Gets played a lot in my house anytime there's somebody's birthday. But I want to play this for. I'm going to celebrate my birthday today by playing this. And if you also are celebrating your birthday today, uh, I want to play this for you. Which is uh, oh my god, the, is
1: it the uh, New Kids on the Block Happy Birthday song?
7: No, it's not. Oh. It's the it's the it's the Catlick in Your Birthday Cake song. Oh,
1: <laughs> so. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
7: completely so. different from what I thought. Here we go. It's your birthday today. It's
3: your birthday today. Take it's your birthday today. go happy birthday
0: <laughs> this is the Ros and mocha show podcast
7: paris hilton's got a new song what <laughs> no
8: <laughs>
7: yo after watching a bit of that documentary i'm not gonna clown on paris Hilton. Uh, no i know I no can. no no i know and and especially with this because uh, all the proceeds are going to breaking the silence programs um for therapeutic treatment centers for children with trauma and PTSD. Now, is Paris singing in this? That is her singing, right? She's singing. because I don't know well, sometimes because she's, she's a, she'll do a song like where. A, she's the a, like a DJ and all this other stuff, right? Sometimes she'll. Uh, it's just spoken word over well, beats. What was Paris's big song again? I shouldn't say big song, but what was like the first. Um, what was it called? Though, blah, blah, what was the show? Blah, blah, blah. Stars, are blind? stars, it, are, blind. Are, stars <laughs> are blind. Yeah, I, I actually one. didn't mind that song because it
1: was very Gwen Stefani. No yes, doubt. Right? Yes,
7: yes, yes. Thank you for that. See. Thank you. My my brain is just I I forget everything. I forget how much I used to love No Doubt as well. Yeah, and how much I used to love Gwen Stefani. God, remember No Doubt? Like people don't even know who they are anymore. It seems like people, people don't know ago. Gwen Stefani as like Blake Shelton's girl. Yeah. Yeah. like a judge on the voice yeah yeah like a judge on the voice exactly yeah yeah but I don't even think people know No Doubt No Doubt was so good she was just so good in that band um, so, but yeah so Paris Hilton's new track yeah with uh, Lodato I guess is the guy's name the person's name it's called it's oh, called I blame, uh, I blame You yeah
1: i going to lie, I kind of dig it. I don't
8: hate it at all. <laughs> I don't mind it.
7: Like, don't let the fact that it's Paris Hilton change your mind no. about it. And again, all the proceeds for this are going to uh, uh, Breaking Code Silence. That's the network of survivors and advocates that work together to raise awareness of abuses in the tub- troubled teen industry. Because if you watch Paris Hilton's documentary, and yeah. now all sorts of other stars have come out to say it too, like Drew Barrymore, a whole bunch of people where they were these wild teenagers and their parents sent them off to these like camps in like Utah. yeah, Where like horrific abuses would go on. And their parents are just abandoned in there. And like, parents escaped like three times. It's a wild story. Oh, is this Stars Are Blind? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Remember this? (laughs) Do I? I don't hate this one (laughs)
1: either, man. Because it's Gwen Stefani, bro. Too many guys. (laughs) And treat me like you. do You know do. the words? Bro, Are
7: you bro. reading the words right now? You got that in your head. It's you got just, that in your head. That's
1: just part stuck in my head. You
7: got that in your head. <laughs> yeah. That's been taking up room. Yeah, this song. This song is from
1: 2006, dude. The radio station that I worked at Please. in 2006. Yeah. when this song came out, like believe it or not, like radio stations were playing it like heavy. I know. And the
7: yeah. station that
1: I was at, we were playing it like a lot. Really? Huh. Yeah, man.
7: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mind I'll this show one either. You mine. Maybe I got to go back and rethink my entire like opinion on Paris Hilton's music career. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I
8: think I do. I really do
7: because I think that I unfairly judged it because it was. I mean, it, this was like the, the best because, song on that album. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no need to rethink. Just enjoy this song, and that's it, bro. Yeah, the
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
7: Yo, breakups are tough, man. They' So tough. Uh, Now, the only way that this works and always has worked is that um, if we take it 100% like straight down the line serious. Uh, Amethyst Realm has been on the show many times. She is currently or I guess was engaged to a ghost. She's had many relationships with ghosts, like ghosts that are hundreds and hundreds of years old. And I guess now the story is her most recent engagement to a ghost named Ray. uh, She's called off the wedding. Oh, man. They're no longer getting married. Amethyst and uh, Amethyst Realm and Ray the Ghost, uh, the wedding is off.
1: Amethyst Realm, welcome back to the Raza Moke Show. How are you?
12: I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. good. So what's going on? Um, so I've called the wedding off. Why? Because he just completely changed. He became a different ghost. He, um, yeah, he went from being a really lovely, considerate spirit to being really inattentive, bringing people back to the house when I didn't want anyone back. Who was he bringing? Was, like was he, he was bringing, bringing back, back,
1: back like people, people, or like other ghosts?
12: No, like other ghosts.
1: Oh, and what were they doing in the house?
12: Um, they were. I think he fell in with a bad crowd. I think. Oh, I but- hate to say it, but I think well, they were, they were partying really.
7: Now, when um, and how old, And how old? Remind everybody how old Ray is.
12: Ray, he's a pretty ancient spirit. Roughly he's hundreds of years old. Okay, I'd say. so when
7: a when a ghost who's hundreds of years old falls in with the wrong crowd and starts partying, uh presumably they've been through a lot and they've seen everything. What what kind of partying was going on? Like what what kind of what kind of stuff were they getting into?
12: What
1: kind of crowd was he rolling
7: with? Yeah.
12: Oh, I think he was doing drugs.
8: You do? Really? Yeah.
12: He was he just started behaving all erratic and weird and like his friends coming back were just really weird energies, like something was just a little bit off. So, that's, the only, that's the only explanation I can think of, Could really. you
1: tell, like, the ages of the other spirits that were coming back? Like, or was he rolling with people with other ghosts that are, like, in and around his age, or... Were they younger women younger? is what we're
7: asking.
12: I- don't know if there was any female spirits involved. Oh, okay. So so you're I not you're not accusing.
7: Okay, that's what I wanted to know. So are you are you accusing yeah. him of stepping out on you? Like is that why you think maybe the intimacy started to, to sort of go by the wayside? Did he find somebody else?
12: I don't think he found someone else. I think he just I don't know, maybe it was like some kind of ghostly midlife crisis or something. He just Went a bit off the rails.
1: Okay. So, yeah, did you have any conversations with each other about, like, prior to to calling off the uh, the wedding, as to like why the relationship um, was potentially coming to
12: an end? I tried. Yeah. And I gave him a lot of chances, but in the end, I just had to block him out.
1: Mm. Okay. It's... And he, he hasn't tried yeah. like crawling back to you or anything, huh?
12: Do you know what? He hadn't until I did a interview yesterday. I think it was now, and I think he came to me in the form of a fly.
1: And, like, just hung around?
12: Yeah, that like as soon as I went online, like, went live on TV, yeah. just this fly started start landing on my face, landing on my face, buzzing around in front of me. <laughs> and I'm convinced it was him trying to get his word in, like, his saying to the interview. Uh,
1: and then what happened? Like, when the interview was over, he just buzzed off?
12: Yeah. Pretty much.
7: Now, this is not your first ghost boyfriend, um, but were you the most serious with this one?
12: Yeah, we were engaged to be married.
7: Yeah, and and explain to people again the the sort of level of intimacy that you have with these ghosts because for some somebody who may not understand your relationships, it's very difficult for them to wrap their heads around it. What is the actual sort of day-to-day relationship that you get uh, what do you get out of uh, the, these these spiritual sort of um, romances that you have?
12: No, it's the same as any relationship. There's the companionship side, the emotional side, the physical. Like it's just the same as a normal relationship. Just the partner happens to be a spirit rather than a human.
1: Um, I have a question about this partying that Ray, your your Thank ghost you. fiance, was doing. Okay, with all the other people, right? All the other ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, Where are you in the UK? Wales, Welsh okay. borders. So, are there not like social distancing protocols out there as well in Wales? Like, should he not be? He's
7: already dead, Mocha.
1: Yeah. I know, but still. Oh, well,
12: no. Well, yeah, this was, this all happened a few months ago. So, this was before social distancing. Oh, but I would. Before, okay. I so would have been okay. very worried about it if okay. it had been going on. Uh, In the current situation, uh, listen, uh,
7: we feel for you. A lot of people during COVID, oh, as you know, you. have had to cancel their had had to cancel their weddings. Now, uh, a lot of yeah. people, a lot of people, you know, couldn't get the the refund back on the halls they rented. Caterers are still mm-hmm. asking them for money. Are you on the hook for anything? Like, had you booked anything for this wedding?
12: No. Well, I was. I don't know if you guys have heard of Wookiee Hole. No. No. So um, it's a really magical, spiritual set of caves in um, Somerset. We were going to be getting married there, but really kindly, the venue had offered to give to let us get married there for free. Oh no! Nice. And the witch, the witch of Wicky Hole, who's a uh, woman witch who uh, uh, gives guided tours around the hole, had offered to be do the ceremony. So it was all going to be free, which luckily, hey, Amethyst. I hear a male voice in the background.
1: Is, you that, think, is that Ray, like, Ray like, trying Ray, to
12: is communicate? No, that's definitely not Ray. Oh, okay. Uh, no, uh, that's someone a, outside the house walking past. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we,
7: we've, talked to you, we've talked to you enough times on this show. Uh, my advice to you is, and I want to get your opinion on this, do you maybe think that it's time to cool it off a little bit with the ghosts and maybe date a real boy for a while?
12: Do you know what? At the moment, I'm happy just being free and single. I think... Dead or alive. I don't really want anyone at the moment. <laughs> yeah, do you girl. Live your best life. <coughs> but maybe yeah, maybe exactly. just
7: maybe just cool it with the dead people for a while. <laughs> What do you think about that? What no. do you think about that? Why not Why not give like a, let, let's give a, a, an earth walker a chance.
12: <laughs> Is that, are you trying to chat me up? <laughs>
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I think you like to sound your voice girl. We've talked, we've talked enough times. I say we have some sort of relationship.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and with this Realm, uh, all the best to you. Thank you for always making time for us on the Raza Mocha show.
12: That's okay. Thank you.
0: Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
3: Okay, so my question is... My question
0: is...
1: Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Kim.
3: It's Raz and Mocha. How you doing? Hi, Liz. Hi, Mocha. How are you?
1: I'm doing great.
7: Uh, how old are you, Kim? I am 40. So, Kim, you wrote us this. Raz and Mocha Fix My Life. Seeing this guy right now. Starting off great. Nice. Uh, he's, a <laughs> yes. real, he's a real gentleman type. Holds hands. Mm-hmm. Kisses in public. Wants to take care of me. etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, However, on the flip side, you say that he has anger issues issues and talks too much he gets offended by the simplest words not things but words every time that you guys talk on the phone you end up arguing uh, yeah. however that you can't seem to get him off your mind and you can't seem to let him go you say that you've tried not messaging him or calling him but you still miss him and want to keep talking to him what else can i do you ask uh, do i forget and move on or keep trying to be with him
1: Wow. How long have you been with this guy, Kim?
3: Uh, About two and a half
1: months.
7: Okay, what are your feelings? What do you think you should do?
3: I want to walk away, but I really like the guy. That's the problem. What do you like about him? I I like the the gentleman part of it. It's very easy. He's very relaxed um, when we're together. It's just...
7: You like the way he makes you feel about you, right? Yes. Yes, Yes. of course. On
3: point.
1: (laughs) But is that enough to, like you know, to put up with the arguing every night? Like, did you guys argue last night, for example?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What words? You're saying, so it's not things that you guys are talking about that upsets him. You say, like, specific words. Like, what are you guys arguing about?
3: Well, it's not so much as an argument. We'll joke around, like, we'll, you know, shoot the kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'll say something like, well, you're kind of conceited Yeah. as a joke. And then he would just flip and just be like, you know, I'm not like that. And I'm like, that's not what I meant. And he'd just go off. 30 minutes trying to explain all of this yep. I'm
7: Yeah, gonna, like, I'm going to pull something out of your, your letter to us here you say on the flip side he has anger issues now when mm-hmm. you say anger issues do you just mean that he's like a sensitive hothead or do you mean that he has actual anger issues
3: I believe you're, you're right on the first one is he's a sensitive hothead
7: okay and yeah, do you ever he did
3: say to me, he's a sensitive guy.
7: Right. And yeah, listen, guys don't like being embarrassed, right? That's the fault. <laughs> that's the fault of all men. And for you to even say, you know what guys get set off. If you tell a guy that he's sensitive, that'll set him off. It's weird, but man. I, it's weird. Me.
3: It's he weird. He told me he's sensitive.
7: Yeah, I know. But some guys are like, like if a guy gets mad and you're like, yeah. stop being so sensitive. That's like one of the most brutal things you can say to a guy. Uh, right, you know okay, what I mean? It's brutal. Okay. Guys don't handle that well. I, I will. jeez. Oh, yeah,
1: coming from a hothead like me, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't ever say like that. Like if
7: you're blowing up, like <laughs> if you're blowing up, like a oh, Mocha, if you're blowing up, and are I was you like, and me? I looked at you and I went, God, sensitive. <laughs> I'd leave. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I turn on and walk away. Exactly. <laughs> right.
8: Oh. Moke is a hothead.
7: Uh, I, I I I don't know if you are in. The, The idea of trying to, do you think you can fix him? Is that what you're asking? Like, or is he fixable? No, no,
3: I am not in the mood of fixing anyone. Okay. Then I would,
7: then I would say walk away because right. if, if you have if you say one thing to him as a joke okay yeah. those jokes between individuals they don't taper off the longer a relationship goes on they only get more yeah. right yeah. like That's
8: like true. like yeah.
7: Catherine roasts me like nobody ever has we've been together for 15 years or whatever it is right like those things don't calm down like the closer mm-hmm. you get the more you roast each other yeah. but the more you yeah. love each other the more you do everything and the more you do everything else and so if yeah. already at this point you say one word and it turns into a 30 minute argument on the phone then what you're doing is and we've talked about this trap before okay is is, is it goes like this you start then calculating your good days and you start calculating your bad days right and And you start having more bad days than good days and you continue to put up with the bad days because you know that there's that potential for good days and then even your good days just mm -hmm. become not horrible days so then you're having bad days and just days that aren't awful. And there are no more good days, but you've now convinced yourself that this mediocre relationship is somehow based on something genuine and good that makes you feel positive about yourself. And it's the farthest thing from it. Okay. Wow. Wow, Ross, That was deep.
1: Kim, I have a feeling you want to break up with this guy and you're waiting to hear what we would say <laughs> before for coming to that conclusion. You're right? so right. Yeah, because yeah. you wanted to know whether or not your feelings towards everything are validated, which they are.
3: Thank you. And Thank you, you wanted to know party. Yeah. whether or
1: not we were going to agree with you in feeling that you should probably step away from the relationship.
3: Okay, I, I, you are absolutely right. Yeah. I just I don't want to go with the headache and I, wanted to, I feel what I feel towards him, mm-hmm. but it's the headache all the time. Every time we talk, I'm like, oh. Okay, Okay, are we going to end in a fight? I'm walking on eggshells, and yeah. I, I'm not comfortable. That's with not that. a
1: relationship you want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. Okay. You want to live your life. You want to be with a good person who treats you well, and that you are also going to treat well.
3: Thank you, thank you. I agree. Right? Thank you, guys. Right, you right. do you,
7: girl, and stop. I and, think. And, and stop with the kissing in public. It's weird. <laughs> no, I'm oh kidding. God. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. joking. Holy <laughs> <Police>, sensitive <laughs> much! I'm trying to not make... That, I'm trying <laughs> to <laughs> All right, we love
1: you, I Kim.
0: I will say it. and Mocha's <laughs> Fix My Life
8: on Kiss.
1: So it's a weird anniversary to open up the Johnny Depp School of Acting today. Okay, yeah. It's a movie that is part of one of my favorite franchises of all time, but this particular... Date the reason why we're celebrating, like in real time where we are right now, we're five years past when it happened in the movie.
7: So normally we celebrate anniversaries of like the movie's release yeah. or the, the time that it won an Academy Award, but this is a date that is actually in the movie. And so in Back to the Future 2, this date, October 21st, uh, 2015 actually, uh-huh. was when Marty had to go to the future to save his kids Right? Yes.
1: At the end of part one, when right. Doc comes back from the future and says, Marty, there's something wrong with the kids. <laughs> right. And then Marty's like, what happens? We become giant ales or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> so the date that they travel back to yes. is October 21st, uh, 2015.
2: Okay. All right, Doc, what's going on, huh? Where are we?
4: When are we? We're descending toward Hill Valley, California. At 4.29 p.m. on Wednesday, October 21st, 2015! 2015?! We're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are. So to hear we now.
7: are in the future. Uh, so, how Johnny Depp School of Acting works is, of course, the story goes. Johnny Depp and a lot of other stars, for that matter, uh, use something called an earwig, which is an earpiece that they put in their ears so they don't have to memorize their lines. And then somebody off set just reads their script to them. They hear it in their ear, and then they just say the lines back while on set and filming the movie, which is actually far more difficult than it sounds. So, Mocha, you have a script, and you will be playing Marty. Yes. Uh, uh, damn it, Maury. I have your script. You have the earpiece in yeah. your ear. You will be playing Biff.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw something out? Like, it's really, really weird about this whole situation right yes. now. Yes. So, it's 2020. Yes. We're going back in the movie, it's October 21st. 2015, right? But this one particular scene that we're reading yes. is from the alternate 1985, <laughs> right? Yes, yes, you're right. Is this
2: actually <laughs> really happening?
1: This <laughs> conversation between Marty and Biff.
7: Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Back to the Future Two Weirdo Anniversary, um, <laughs> <laughs> one take one, Moria and. Action!
1: I thought you crashed into a manure truck
2: How do you know about cats? <laughs> my, my father told me about it Your father? Yeah, before he died Yeah, yeah, right So there I was, mining my own pigs There I was in a cottage And he choked me he said he was my distant relative. He didn't say he was of resemblance. How would you like to be rich? So I said, sure. So he lays this book on top of me, out top of me, and there's the century. All I have to do is peg on the winners. Oh, that I said, what's the catch? Oh, catch. Just keep it in a secret. After that happened, he disappeared. I never saw him again. And then he told me the other thing, and then some... They- <laughs> oh, my God. Stop, 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 Bro, I've watched Back to Future 2 so many times. I promise you,
1: alternate 1985 Biff uh, yeah. never said that. Right. At all.
7: <laughs> okay. Um... Jeez, where do we go from here? Uh, it's just become PG-13 is what it has. Uh, okay, let's bring it back to PG this time. Uh, okay. Maury, I can guarantee, just, I can guarantee yeah, you that yeah. that word is not uh, in the script of what I just my read. My deepest condolences. Okay, my deepest whatever. <laughs> okay, so okay. here we go. Uh, back to the Future Anniversary, Back to the Future 2, uh, Johnny Depp, School of Acting, Mori Mocha, um, scene one, take two, and
10: action.
1: I thought you crashed into a manure truck. How do you know about that? My father told me
2: about it. <laughs> Your father? Yeah, before he died yeah right so there he was spraying the cottage and there he came up with a cane he said he was a distant relative i didn't see any resemblance so he says how do you want to get rich so i say sure so he shoves his book up me then they wanted this <laughs> sporting eventually end of the century so all i have to do is bet on a winner and i'll never poo oh there'll be no catch after that he disappeared i never saw him again oh he told me one other thing so a crazy white guy <laughs> show up with white guy, and then funny I never thought that I'd be
7: <laughs> well, so how do you think that went more um,
2: I'd give it about an 80 an 80 a- <laughs> an
8: 80 <laughs> you know I've seen that
1: movie so many times Yeah, so many times I promise you the scene did not go that no, way no it did not <laughs> and that is the Johnny Depp school of acting
0: this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast
1: so we're getting that new Ariana Grande song on Friday, new albums next week. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, I'm reading, though, that Ariana Grande and The Weeknd are teaming up for the new track that's going to drop on Friday called Toxic Love. Oh, really, Yeah. Huh? Yeah, so it's not like a mm. solo track. It's Ariana Grande and The Weeknd teaming up once again. If you remember, the last time they got together was for a track called Love Me Harder. And They sounded great together, right? Mm-hmm. Friday, we get the new song,
7: Toxic Love, apparently. Any idea what it sounds like? No idea. Has anybody heard it? I mean, Ariana Grande in the weekend. After. Well, no, but you know what I mean. Anybody we know? <laughs> like normal people? Yeah. No. Huh? I don't know anybody. Remember who's when heard stuff it. used to leak all the time? Stuff doesn't leak anymore, huh? No. No. Nah, they really fixed that problem. Well, what it goes to show you is that that whole leaking stuff was just part of a, a marketing ploy, right? Oh, completely. Like everything was deliberately leaked. Most things were deliberately leaked because you could really tell the things that were not supposed to be leaked when they leaked oh, yeah, because they it like, was a different vibe.
1: It was poor people quality. were very upset. <laughs> yeah, the, the the final product wasn't final. I say final yes. with air quotes. Uh, it just it sounded unfinished. Yes. Yeah. And, and when you would hear that version, oh yeah. man, people got pissed. Well,
7: because when stuff was when stuff would leak, the, you know, the artist would tweet out, "Oh my god, I can't believe this happened again. Please don't listen to it." And then everybody would right. Yeah. Oh, it, completely. yeah. Completely. But when stuff Stuff leaks it's not supposed to leak. It's a very different vibe. Yeah, it's like automatically there's you know there there's a statement that just has three letters in it that reads FBI yeah. and they're looking into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's those ones you can tell. You know, you know why that that don't leak?
1: So that the supposed leaks. To leak. What I think <laughs> the leaks that take place is just a way for the artist or their record label to see what kind of vibe or sure. what kind of reaction people are going to give. Which will then make them decide whether or not they want to spend the time to promote that single, yeah. or just go with
7: another one. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all. It was all. It's all just it's all, a game. Like it's the whole thing, The whole thing is just a game. It's all just a game. So that's why there, there's no more. There's no more leaks. But when it's when it's like Ariana Grande in the weekend, I'm like, come on, man. Like somebody's yeah. got it just right. Like, just like don't even post it. Just DM it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. Don't put it. No, anymore. I won't do anything. I don't know how. I don't know how to take a DM and post a DM. I don't know. I'm, I'm not that technically inclined. So you know, right now, if you have it. It, right, just DM it to me because I don't even know how to post that after you DM it to me. So it's safe. Okay. Okay.
1: Toxic love. <laughs> Apparently, Ariana Grande in the weekend is what, uh, is what the song is that we are gonna get yeah, on, uh, on Friday. This
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: I started going deep into the free Britney stuff again last night. What happened there's just so now? much there's so much info and it's really fascinating the things that people have put together because uh, there was a Brit released a, uh, a video mm. and it's I don't know she's talking about beaches going to the beach essentials I guess it is what? I, I don't I don't know I don't know that beach season is done <laughs> Not in California I guess so here's, here's Brittany with that video.
3: So this is the exact same bathing suit I wore like three days ago to the beach. But I said, hey, why not give it another shot? But while I'm at <laughs> it, I just wanted to let you guys know the five most important things that you need to bring when you go to the beach. <laughs> a towel, oil, sunscreen, a dog, and a hat. I'm going to go to my jacuzzi now.
7: And that's the end of the video. Oh, but she's working for
3: BuzzFeed? (laughs) Okay.
7: (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, half the people who watch that video were like, oh my God, Britney needs help. And then the other half of the people that watch that video just completely ignore everything and are like, oh my God, it's Britney giving her beach essentials. Like it's a really weird take on the video.
1: Or is it just Britney just being like fun?
7: Exactly. That's the other thing too that you don't know. With anything Britney does, there has to be something going on with her and the, the reactions to anything that the woman does is crazy. She's 38, you know no she's not yes she is hold on a second yeah
1: everybody stop what you're doing
7: yeah Britney's 38 yeah you mean to tell me hold on let me double check this before we get into the whole thing here
1: our Britney Spears yeah baby one more time Britney Spears hold on oops I did it again Britney Spears Just
7: well let me double check before I may have misread something
1: drive me crazy Britney
7: Spears I said hold on man okay yeah, thirty-eight. Is thirty-eight years old. <laughs> yes. Well, my I know. Mind is blown. Officially right? Blown. Yeah, man. Hey, did you hear this uh Britney mashup that I miss mashups? Remember when mashups were all the rage where these producers would take tracks of one great song and they would literally just mash them up. Like it, it wasn't a remix. It was almost equal parts of two great songs that they would just put together. So there's a guy on TikTok who goes by the name Adam Music. His name's Adam Wright. And he did Britney's uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time with Harry Styles' Fine Line. (laughs) Sounds so weird to hear this on the radio. Yeah, completely. You know
8: what I mean?
11: <laughs> Do you dig this stuff or no?
7: You're not into it.
8: Like it matches.
1: Yeah. Like the producer made them match. Yeah. Sonically at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really some matchup. Sometimes when you hear a mashup, it doesn't it's the vocals it's a on a the instrumental and it just doesn't sound yeah. sonically yeah. pleasing. Like this makes sense.
8: You don't have to say love me, you don't have to say nothing.
7: Not enough Britney though. It's all right, huh? I Uh need more Britney, though. I need more Britney. Does she do a chorus? No, he just just a Harry Styles. See, not enough Britney. That's the thing, right? Is that you got to have a little bit more Britney in there. Yeah,
1: verse one should go to to Harry Styles. And maybe verse two goes to Britney. When did
7: that song come out? When did Baby One More Time come out? Bro, like 99. Was it really? Yeah. God, that's wild, dude. Right before Y2K.
0: (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
7: They're launching 4G on the moon. What? Yeah, man. Hold on. What? Yeah. So Nokia. Who on the moon needs 4G? (laughs) Okay, I know. Also, we're all going to 5G, baby. What do you... Yeah. You'd think that the moon would have the best tech, but they don't. So what they're doing is Nokia's lunar LTE network will allow astronauts to make calls. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Stream data.
1: Long distance, of course.
7: (laughs) And remote control uh, robots that they have up there. So, yes, NASA and Nokia are planning the first cellular network on the moon. It's part of NASA's uh, Artemis program intended to establish a sustainable base on the surface of the moon by 2028. And several companies have been um, contracted by NASA. NASA uh, in deals adding up to more than $370 million. So Nokia is just one of the companies that is has partnered with NASA to bring 4G to the moon. Yeah. I have a question though yes about sir. all this. Yeah.
1: Who determines who owns what space on the moon? Nobody owns any space on the moon. So how are you able to go up there and start building stuff and constructing the tech well, on the moon,
7: a, 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 well, a lot of it, a lot of it is from the international community, right? Like the the International Space Station and all of this stuff. Where so they all it, where claim that they own the moon. A, well, yes and no. Nobody owns the moon, but everybody benefits from what can maybe happen on the moon. Yeah, so long distance calling. So I was <laughs> sending would say, out a tweet. Exactly. <laughs> right? So so after right now we're good, and we've always sort of been good, right? Like the Russians didn't go mm. up there and kick over the flag. Yeah, you know what I mean. They may have wanted to, <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe me, enough times. Believe me, how this did is
2: not elected a moon president.
7: What's that? No, because there's no population more. That's in 2028. That happens after 2028. So after <laughs> after after 2028 is when I think that all the problems are going to start with, like you know, that's my crater. Yeah. You know? No, man. I saw it first. Like, how do you divvy it? I don't know what I don't know what you do, but to me, this is only going to lead to problems. I know I agree. That it's it's like everything else in the world. We all thought, my God, we all thought social media and Twitter and everything else was going to bring us all together, right? And it didn't. It tore the world apart. It is that the world has never been worse with yeah. social media around. This the, the optimism when it comes to space travel used to be great. You know, everybody was on board. Oh my God, we're like outer space and worlds and sci-fi movies. It was a very optimistic sort of notion. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, don't start going up to the moon and building stuff, man, because no. somebody's going else is going to go up there and they're going to start building stuff, and then you're going to have Things borders, gonna go and you're going to have it's going to have countries, and it's going to be terrible.
1: This long, right? Scott moon terrible. has been there for billions of years, mining its own damn business. Yeah, every now and then. Yeah you know a spacecraft will fly by astronaut take a step or two yep. right dig up some some moon dirt yep and pick up some rocks bring it back home when, when we all cheer right yeah, and it's fine. they're heroes
7: please don't start building stuff the on the problem moon. is now is that regular people can do it right i'm not saying that Elon Musk is a super villain but when regular people can start building rockets that's when you get space pirates right
1: so is this really and like they're masking the master plan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that NASA is masking
7: their master plan, but they are building a 4G tower on the moon, so uh, astronauts can make phone calls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the
1: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see this online petition for Blockbuster in Georgian Bay? Yeah, there's a guy in Cambridge, who Cambridge, Ontario, who started this petition. There's a blockbuster, obviously closed, but the building is still there, mm-hmm. and he wants it to, to stay open as a as a tourist attraction, right? Like with the movies on the shelves and everything, all that stuff, all make that it stuff. look like an actual blockbuster.
7: Um, I wonder if you can make money renting it out for people to shoot like movies in when you need like a retro sort of video f- store.
1: Sure, you can.
8: In some sort of flash he's only looking scene for fifteen
1: hundred and- uh, signatures. And as of right now, oh, somebody just signed it. Oh, again, it's at uh, 1,000. Oh, the number, honestly, the number is jumping. I swear, look at this. <laughs> you get very excited by this. Yeah,
8: look at this in <laughs> real
1: time. Look at this. Yeah. Look, it's
7: okay. at 1,095,
1: 96.
7: Look, yeah, the number's going yeah, up. Yeah.
1: People are signing the petition right
7: now. So that block, but what is it? In like a strip mall, or is it a standalone building? No, it a looks like it's a part
2: of a strip mall. Yeah, 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 yeah,
7: yeah. the one that God, uh, it's weird to even see that sign, huh? I know the Blockbuster video sign, it's super weird. The I one that's see the that. only
2: one that's open still in the U.S. They they used it as an Airbnb. Like you oh, put yeah, a bed in the right. middle of it, yeah, oh, for real, yeah, for weirdos that want to. And they still and have like movies st- on the shelves Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you could just sleep amongst the movies. Do they at least give it? Is there the VCR in there? You can at least watch something before you fall asleep. They said that they put a TV with a VCR, so yeah. it's in front of the bed. Yeah. Nice, but then what you got to they, go find it and rewind right, you have it. To and rewind. Put it in the box. And do they have like a like
1: a like a full kitchen in there if you want to hmm. make something to eat? Or no, no, you, you use staff
7: lounge. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's a microwave and a bar sink. <laughs> that's all you that's all you get. People it's so funny that people have these such great emotional attachments to something like Blockbuster, huh?
2: But why can't you use this also another op- opportunity is to use this for weddings. Oh, you want to get married in a Blockbuster? People would. Are you kidding me? Okay, you, you, you here's what I What if two people who used to work at a Blockbuster high school sweethearts What are the of opportunity. What are the so, chances?
7: So, so, okay, so for the two people that met at a blockbuster that were high school sweethearts, yeah. so you want to blockbusters, keep blockbusters gonna...
2: open in case they want to get
7: married there? So, <laughs> so that's going to get rented out once. <laughs> yes. <Right? laughs> when there were tons of blockbusters around, Maury, how many people got married in them? None. None. No, but now there's only one. Okay, what about an 80s-themed birthday party? Well, that's what I'm saying. You could rent it out for something. Yeah. I, I imagine you could rent it out for something. For but, stuff. Yeah. But, but
1: it's not going to be, like, booked every day, no. Maury. Like, no, you you no. think people are throwing eighties 80s, 80s yeah. parties like every single you weekend? We could have
2: business meetings. God, like, do you, you know, remember? Cool. Do you remember what ah, it was business like? Business
7: meetings. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> they still happen now. More. First it's called you Zoom. Don't have business meetings. <laughs> yeah, never. Do you remember what it was like that you wanted to watch a movie and it wasn't available? Do you remember oh, that feeling? Yes. People don't remember that feeling. Yeah, neither do I. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where you would like plan? I remember having to race to the blockbuster uh-huh. to get something. Like I remember, I I'd, I'd call them and I'd be like, "Hey, do you have which calling?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Can you hold it for me?" And they're like, "No." Well, you know, I'll hold it for like four minutes.
8: And You're I'm like, "Oh, oh damn, man, I gotta run down it's there and get gen- my copy of yeah, Porky's." It's
7: January, it's snowing. Yeah. I'm no, like, but I don't it- drive, so I gotta take a cab. I would spend nine dollars to go and rent a four
2: dollar movie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Did you ever get? The, did you ever have the guy look through the return bin I, in case I, it was more, there? You
7: don't even understand. You don't even understand. I only used to hang out by the return bin. I didn't even walk the aisles. <laughs> I,
2: I would just wait for somebody to
7: drop something off through the thing in the window, and I'd look you know, at the guy and go, well, "What'd you get?"
8: Yeah, right. <laughs> <in
7: front>? Yeah, <laughs> East Ventura. Yeah, I didn't walk. I didn't walk the aisles, man. If you walk the aisles of Blockbuster, you were a sucker. The only place to hang out was the return bin.
8: That's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the wrong. And Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast. I saw over the weekend, um, Kanye tweeted a screen grab of a text convo Mm, he was having mm, with mm, the baby. mm. I guess the baby is going to either appear on Kanye's new album or Kanye is producing a track for the baby's album. Right. You happy about that? I am actually excited for Kanye based on the two tracks that I've heard so far, like take away the political, the everything else about Kanye and just his music. Yeah. It's, I am. It's Because crap. his last
7: album. Yeah. The you, gospel You one, like that new song that he released last week? No, no, no.
8: It's okay.
7: You're the only person in the world that thinks that that song <laughs> is good. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> because I've heard it like i No, you
1: are blind. Because I keep a... tabs on on his Twitter, right? So when I heard it, at first, I was like, uh, but then I kept hearing
7: it, dude. Over and the over, song again. is awful. You were the only person. You were you you have the only positive reaction to na 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 of anybody nah. that I've heard. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think that you have this sort of romantic notion, as you should, because old Kanye's great. But I think that you 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 give the new a lot of new crap more. Love than what I think you should Just because you have
8: a Nostalgic for Kanye yeah. okay.
7: I like the production on this one
0: <laughs>
1: You know what it is Bro, this song is awful I, So like last week I listened to his uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy album again Because yeah. I love it It's like yeah. my favorite Kanye album Yeah so I'm every time Kanye releases something, I am always like hopeful that it takes it back to like that of rapping, course. that musical yes, Kanye absolutely. that I grew up loving, god,
7: right? And that I completely get it. Being nostalgic for Kanye is great. And so what winds up happening, I think, is that any new Kanye goes immediately to your heart because yeah. you were so nostalgic so for and I'm Kanye. Like, oh my god, this is the Kanye I've been waiting Ab- for. Absolutely, but it's just not a good song.
8: This is the video game, this is a
0: simulation,
7: man. <laughs> <laughs> your head is I've no. Yeah, not. it did, it did. But but I'm sorry. shaking it because you seem to be faking your enjoyment. <laughs> no, this is a good song. I'm telling you, man, it's a really good song. As somebody What's knows what it looks song? like when somebody's faking it, yeah. Don't they? Okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? I know that looked very well. <laughs> okay. Seen it once. Yeah. Okay. I know that looked very well. Don't try and tell I me. I think we can all that agree that this other it.
1: one, we can't fake that. This one was a
7: was a good track. The one that he tweeted out. Where you yeah, this Lauren Hill. Yeah, but this is Lauren Hill because that's great. Right. It's not because Kanye's great. It's because Lauren Hill's great. It's a great song.
8: You need something yeah. unexpected. Yeah. You know what I realized Speaking of this
7: And I didn't Hadn't really put it together But I will never have absolute respect For an artist or a band And this may be like An out there take But hear me out here I'll never have absolute respect For an artist or a band Whose biggest song is either a cover Or uses a sample Ooh, really? Yeah Why, because it's just not original? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair.
7: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but I like that song. Yeah. But I like the original song. It's just Kanye rapping over a great track. Everybody loves the original. Now let's play Na 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 again. (laughs) are we good? Because you love it that much? Yeah. Yeah. Look at me, look at me. Watch me fake it. Yeah. No, bro, this song is (laughs) off. This is the Roz and
0: Mocha Show podcast.
7: It wasn't a lot of stuff that made a lot of news over the weekend from SNL, but the Bonjour High was probably <laughs> that was
8: literally the highlight.
7: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'd and say. It then when least. they go looking for Drake and stuff like that, but Bonjour High is is a uh, very funny. It's a f- fake French Canadian CBC morning show that they created.
1: Yo, those accents
7: though. I uh, right.
1: Pretty on point.
4: You're watching CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. At 9, it's Schitt's Creek, followed by the Schitt's Creek reboot, Shart's Cavern. Right now, <laughs> you're <after> watching Bonjour <laughs> High. Uh. Bonjour High! Welcome to Bonjour High, French-Canadian morning news show live from Montreal. Montreal, the best parts of Canada and the worst parts of France. <laughs> <laughs> My name is or John Larry. <laughs> And as always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Anne-Marie. Oh, bonjour, Jean. Bonjour. Today, we have with us our colleague from the South. He is an American journalist quarantined in Canada because of (laughs) COVID-19. (laughs) Please (laughs) welcome from (laughs) Detroit, Michigan. Jean-Fred. Merci for having moi. (laughs) Uh, But my name is actually Fred. Correct. I said Jean-Fred. Nope. Just Fred. Ah, bon, please welcome jean Jean-Fred Desjardins. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it is so good. And do you have the, we have that other part there too, right? Oh, when they're out there looking for Drake? In, in Toronto, yeah.
4: Now it is time for our weekly segment with our Toronto correspondent, Awasen. Awasen, bonjour, hi. Bonjour, hi. I'm
2: Awasen, <laughs> a ray, and this by is the Watch. Watch. <laughs>
4: Ah, yes, this is the part of the show where we find out if you saw Drake. Ah, well, did you see Drake
9: today? No, <laughs> this has been Drake Watch.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that's it? That's the whole segment?
9: Well,
4: the, uh, did you check anywhere else for Drake? Uh, yes, I almost found him this morning when I saw a man in a wheelchair. But then I remembered Drake was only in a wheelchair for Pretend degrassi. de Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Merci à One, Please keep us post if you say drunk.
2: We have
4: This has been Drake Watch. You, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on. And that was literally yeah, that was the funniest good. skit of that the entire good. show.
7: I like that. I just don't know if that, I mean, I know it's hysterical for us, but I, I think that that whole thing would probably be lost on most Americans. Uh, the sort of irony behind that everything. <laughs> Bonjour, hi. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show
8: podcast.
7: People are not happy about uh, Bonjour High.
1: Why? SNL
7: so, no. SNL did uh, a skit on the weekend parodying like a Montreal morning show, like television show called Bonjour High. Yeah,
1: Bonjour High,
7: <laughs> and it sounded like this. <laughs>
4: You're watching CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> At nine, it's Shits Creek, followed by the Shits Creek Reboot, Shart's Cavern. <laughs> but right now, you're watching Bonjour High. Bonjour High. <laughs> To Bonjour High, French Canadian morning news show, live from Montreal, Montreal, the best parts of Canada and the worst parts of France. <laughs> my name is Jean Laurence, or John Larry. And as always, I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Marie. Oh, bonjour, Jean. Bonjour. Hey. <laughs> Today we have with us our colleague from the south. He is an American journalist quarantined in Canada because of COVID 19. Please welcome <laughs> from Detroit, Michigan, Jean-Fréd. Uh, uh, merci for having moi, <laughs> uh, but my name is actually Fred. Correct, I said Jean-Fred. <laughs> nope, just Fred. Ah, bon, please welcome Jean-Fred Desjardins. <laughs> so, so, who's mad? And why? Know, uh, let me read you this
7: headline in the Montreal Gazette. Bonjour, oh. hi. As punishment for our sins, SNL did a sketch about Montreal TV news. 2020 was already a tough year. Now we have to deal with this? <laughs> They go on to say, in what must have been an attempt to appeal to local news outlets in Montreal, desperate for something to write about on Sunday morning and literally no one else, Saturday Night Live did a sketch about a local news broadcast in Montreal. Of course, it was called Bonjour High. <laughs> <laughs> the sketch saw Bo and Yang and Kate McKinnon play newscasters while frequently cutting away to a character played by Issa Rae looking for Drake in Toronto, yeah, speaking in French, French accents because reasons <laughs> yeah, in, bonjour, hi. in keeping with late period SNL's quote first page of Google search results approach to comedy there is also references to hyphenated names bagels Celine Dion blah 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 uh, this may be a rare case of a bonjour High so egregious that all Quebecers agree it should be banned
8: and then, and then,
7: Jean- uh, Jean-Luc Desjardins <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then the comment section bonjour bye to this mockery (laughs) (laughs) shouldn't I read bonjour (laughs) (laughs) or bonjour bye uh, to this mockery, give credit to the actors, but the writers need to shovel more coal into their humor. Somewhat oh, stagnant, up. and my funny bone might just have been asleep. Because like it or hate it, I'll stick to just for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I'll lighten up, everyone! Oh, come on, like a joke. <laughs> yeah, but we well, uh, so bad. No, I know, but we said that when I like when I first saw it, I was like, God, who is this for? Like, because I, I think in order for it to be hysterical for people. People that you have to sort of understand where it's coming from, Uh, like uh, like to hear those accents. Like I don't even know if that's funny to anybody in America because they have no point of reference for (laughs) it. Right? Think we all speak like that? Yeah. Also, Sharts Cavern that was funny, but how did they not go with Sharts Falls?
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, now that's hilarious. This is the
7: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, do you see this Billy Eilish shoe thing? Oh yeah. Okay, so. I guess it's like the dress. Remember the dress where some people saw a blue dress and some people saw a gold dress. Mm-hmm. I only ever saw the blue dress.
1: Same. I saw it was like purple and blue. Uh, sorry, it was blue and black. Is it what was I saw. Blue and black. That's yeah. the
7: dress that I saw. And there's been a couple of these things over the years. Yeah. There's like a
1: Versace uh, shirt. I remember that I saw. It was like gold <laughs> yeah. and white. Yeah. But other people said it was something else.
7: Yeah. So I guess there's a Billy Eilish shoe one now. Okay. So she posted a picture and a video of her holding up one of her shoes, Yeah, a Nike Air. And she said this.
9: You guys are all my dad. Years ago, I was wearing these shoes. And my dad's like, wow, those shoes are so cool. What are those? Like pink and white? Pink and white. Pink and white. That's what you're going with.
7: So when I look at it, yeah, I see... Pink and white, but they say that they're actually mint and white, like green and white. I think I only see white.
1: You only see white? I don't see any pink.
7: Really? I look at
1: those kicks. I'm like,
7: those are like straight By the way, up white twi- sneakers. I don't know if you can say you only see white on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you colors. don't you see no other colors. I don't
1: see I don't see the mint green in there. I don't even see pink. You don't see I pink. I only see white. What do you see?
7: I see air is written in clearly written in pink. Man, I gotta look at this picture again, bro? Okay, so the the. A-I, is that an R or A-I-A? Or, no, A-I-A, it's just spelled backwards. I got it because it's a picture. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, Listen, man, things flip around when you use a camera, all this other stuff. Uh, so to me, when you look at it, the sort of embroidered letters, the A, the I, and the R yeah. in this picture, that is clearly pink, and then the leather surrounding everything else is 100% white. Hold on. Let me look close at this. You shouldn't have to look that close. It's clearly pink and white. I only see white. You only see white. You
1: see no pink? Sneakers, not people.
7: No, no, no. <laughs>
1: and now I have to clarify. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, uh, okay. I, only, I see zero green. I don't Shush see any pink. You don't see, you don't see pink in that. I do not see any pink. These look, look at like the, white. Okay,
7: look at the difference between the A and the leather in between the letters. Okay? Like, look at the difference of that. No,
1: you know what the letters look like? They no. look
7: dirty. Oh, my God. You are wild, man. So, first of all, okay. They look like they've been scuffed so, up. But I'm arguing right now with you about yeah. something that is, according to Billie Eilish, wrong. So, I'm arguing with you that it's pink and white, where according to Billie Eilish, it's mint and white. I see. Like, she's not mint. even saying that the letters are pink. She's saying that the letters are green.
1: No, I don't see any of that. It looks so like you see it looks nothing. Like, it looks like white with like dirty letters. I see no difference with that picture that yeah. I'm looking at right now with yeah. Billy Alex and her, and her kicks, Yeah, then this scuff mark on my Jordans really, right now. Really, huh? White and this scuff right here. That's how I see the letters, air, written on You her see, sneakers. You
7: see no difference. No, that is so they, wild. We'll get just, this posted so you guys can all weigh in on this, but I clearly see pink and white. No. I really and you and what do you see, Maury? You see pink. Sham, what do you see? Pink. I see mint. What's that? I see
4: mint. You see mint. You see mint. Shut no. your mouth, with you. <laughs> <laughs> you see mint. You see green.
7: Yeah, man. Oh my god, the world has gone crazy uh, Anyway, I, I don't know I, I don't feel like I've, I've vindicated at all, Like I'm vindicated at all Because I see the wrong thing I'm like her old dad <laughs> Right? <laughs> like I see pink and white mocha You just see white Maury yeah, Mori- see sees pink So the only person that agrees with me is Maury God damn god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
7: we knew that years ago, Eric Stoltz was, I guess, originally cast as Marty McFly mm-hmm. in Back to the Future. And it was not Michael J. Fox. And they actually started shooting with Eric Stoltz. There's pictures of Eric Stoltz on set in the, in the wardrobe. And it's very difficult to imagine Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly. And I didn't know who else auditioned to be Marty McFly before I guess it was originally given to Eric Stoltz and then Michael J. Fox. But could you imagine Marty McFly in Back to the Future if it was Ben Stiller? No. No? Not at all. A young Ben Stiller? No. No? So no. this is a clip of uh, Ben Stiller's audition.
9: So what are your parents like? Are they as
3: square as mine? Lorraine, lately I've come to the conclusion that I don't know anything about my parents. <laughs> hey,
9: why
3: are you so nervous? Well, have you ever been like in a situation where, well, you know, you have to act a certain way, but but when you get there, you're not sure you can really go
8: through with it.
9: Like when you're
3: out on a first date with someone.
9: Well,
1: sort of. Oh my
7: God! <laughs> <laughs>
1: he sounds so different. He sounds so
7: different, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's difficult to picture. I know it's difficult to picture because Michael J. Fox is just such a legend. I only know.
1: I only know Ben Stiller as adult Ben Stiller. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. I don't know Ben Stiller as however old he was when he auditioned. Right. For the role of Marty McFly. I know Michael J. Fox is an adult. Yes. But I also know Michael J. Fox is a kid because he was in Back to the Future and Family Ties. And, family Ties yeah, and everything yeah, else, yeah, right? Yeah. It's so kind it, of following his career, I, I, I that's why I can see that.
7: Because I only ever think of Ben Stiller as the, the sort of, you know, awkward outsider from Meet the Parents. Like, that's sort of his, like, yes. his, his persona. Yeah. Because after he did that, he sort of brought that persona to everything different else Different variations did. of that yes, character. Yes, Right? So I couldn't see Marty McFly being that way because Marty McFly had a little bit of an ego to him. Uh-huh. You know, ben, like, oh, Marty, yeah. what's that? Ben was 20. Ben was 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because Marty McFly had a little bit of an ego to him, you know? Oh, yeah. He's a little bit better than you. Yeah,
1: his rock band, the
7: Pinheads. <laughs> (laughs)
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show
8: podcast
1: Since 1995, Classified has delivered 17 albums Which include his latest EP called Time He's got 150 million streams for his music 24 nominations with 8 wins between MMVA's Junos and the East Coast Music Awards We welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show Classified, what's up man? Hey man, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? How's the family? Everyone being safe? Oh yeah, you know,
11: COVID lockdown for a couple more months, I'm sure. But we're, we're doing alright.
1: Plus, you got that studio at home, so you can just keep making music. Just hibernate, you know. I mean,
11: I'm definitely missing the shows and tours, but yeah, the studio keeps me feel like I'm still moving forward.
7: Did you get? Cre- did you find that you got creative during all of this?
11: Not really. Like at the oh, first, wow. I, I felt like it was just. Even now, honestly, I still feel life's just kind of, like, on pause, and I'm waiting for COVID to get over to really commit myself to something again. And what about, but, like,
1: how how is it, like, with your family? Because you have three kids at home, right?
11: Yeah. Yeah, how are they
1: dealing with everything?
11: They're good now. Like, we're back to school full-time and stuff, so, you know, I was waiting for that. But yeah. They definitely need that because, like, seven months of no schedule, no structure. Every other night, sleep over with friends. It was just, it was becoming too much. They needed a little bit of structure in place and some schedule. So it's good that they're back to school now. And yeah. And it's to feel a little bit normal. And so, during yeah. all
1: that time, did you have to kind of like alter the way like, your your creative process with having everybody at home and then trying to to,
11: to, to be in the studio creating music? Yeah, well, like, when it first happened, because, you know, we had to do the homeschooling and all that stuff, so, mm-hmm. you know, that was a little bit different, a little bit frustrating, but I was, like, the gym guy. I, I'd do the gym at lunch and take the kids out there, and the wife would have the kids and do all the the important schoolwork in the daytime, but I always have, you know, the studio is just kind of my... I guess my man cave so whenever it got too much I just go escape out there and spend a few hours working out there.
7: So the last like seven months or so a lot of artists have just realized that you cannot wait and you have to start releasing new music but what you're finding now is people are going through a lot of firsts and that is releasing music to people without having seen the public reaction yet without having been able to stand on a stage and do a track test it out in front of an audience first. What's that like?
11: I guess I never used to do that a lot anyway. Like I'd usually have the music done or over Before I perform it anyway Mm -hmm. But that's what I notice Is like even with Good News Having that blowing up this year And then like Tracks off this new album I'm just excited To be able to I want to just see People's reaction to it Now that You know Especially like Tracks like Good News That got around And a lot of people Really seem to like that song I want to be able To perform that on stage And just Get that energy back Like that's the payoff For an artist For me anyway
7: Where are you On the fence of uh, As an artist Whether you would Like would you do One of those car shows One of those drive-in shows Or are you gonna wait Until things go back <laughs> oh, to normal yeah I did one. Oh, I you did, did? One,
11: uh, Maybe about a month ago In Cape Breton. How it was, was like, it The first one we only did It was way different Like, it was, <laughs> Yeah Yeah it, 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 There was still A little bit of a payoff Like we still had fun With the band on stage Like just to see my DJ And you know My brother and everybody On stage And feel like we were In fun that way But The cars are 120 feet away. You can't see anybody's faces. So, like, for me, like, I'm an artist that I perform a song and I see how people react. And I feel like, oh, this ain't going right. Let's switch it up. Not being able to see that, you don't know how the show went till after you get off stage. So what do they
7: do? Yeah. Do they honk their horns if they like it? Like what do they, they do? Man, huh? like
11: no cheer. You know, a little bit of cheer, but, yeah. oh, <laughs> but it's, it's not a different.
1: <laughs>
7: that's kind of cool. Know? That's kind of cool.
1: Uh, Classified yeah. is on the Razamoga show. The new EP is called Time. Eight songs is out right now. My absolute favorite song on the entire album, Classified, and I listen to it on repeat all the time. No joke, is called I Love It.
11: That, uh, that's my favorite song. In the album, too. So I'm glad you feel the exact same way. For me, that's like probably my most personal song on the record, too. Just talking about, you know, having kids, coming up in the industry, my values changing over the years, reaching goals, and, you know, realizing time is, I was going to say corny and cliche, but time is more important than money. And the older you get, you realize that you know, value your time that you have, whether it's with your kids, your friends, family, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's it's just real life stuff. And I think that's why I like it. You're not talking about, you know, popping bottles and like fast cars and fancy cars and jewelry and this and that. It's just like regular everyday stuff that, when you look at like the the bigger picture, sometimes we take some of that regular everyday stuff for granted, right?
11: Hundred percent. And I think even like going back to COVID, when that kicked in, I think that kind of made people realize, like, and appreciate some things that were taken away, and going, oh my gosh, I never realized. You know how important that was to me till it was taken away.
7: But what are you going to miss? Because I, I think a lot of people are starting to put together a list of things that, yeah, when everything is over with COVID, um, there's going to be a couple things that you do miss about this kind of life.
11: Yeah, like being home with my kids. Like this summer is yeah. the first summer I'd never been away every weekend on a festival or doing a right. show. So you know, I mean, like that, and that's the bonus of it. it's like we're losing certain things we enjoy, but let's enjoy what we have because now we have time to enjoy that stuff. Yeah, the track is awesome, man. I love it. It's so good. Thank you, man. Thank you. And yeah, someone someone hit me up. I guess it was last Friday. like, yo, I just heard I love it on the radio. <laughs> oh yeah. That's you know, because of us, it, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, of course. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah,
1: my goal is for so that song dope. to be on like every radio station across the country, man.
11: I love it, man. I that, Like I said, that was one of my favorite songs. And honestly, between the team, like we didn't know if that was like a radio song. And then when you guys played it, I was kind of like, guys, are we sure here? Cause this is my favorite song on the record. And you uh, guys are feeling it. Let's push this. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Let's
1: get on it. The new song is I love it. Uh, Uh, The new EP is called Time. It's out right now. Classified. We know how busy you are, uh, but we always appreciate that you make the time for us on the Roz and Mocha Show.
11: Hey, man, no problem. Thank you for having me on, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Mm. I want to play something for you. Yeah. Uh, past couple of weeks, we've been talking about that new Classified song. I love it. Yeah. And he was on the show with us earlier this week. His new EP is called Time. It's out right now. And... I said that it's my favorite song on the album. Yeah. When we talked to Classified, he said that th- that song is actually his favorite song on the album. Yeah, and because it means so much to him. So yesterday, Classified released. He got together with his uh, guitarist, the guy that sings the hook on the song. His name's Just Chase, and a a guy on keyboards. And they did like a socially distanced, yeah, acoustic version. They all just filmed. They got together and they filmed it and put oh, yeah? it all
11: together. Listen to this. I move in silence, but my actions speak very loud. And somebody I'm on, on guitar as well. the way, I made him hear me out. I said i do it till I was carried out. Till I'm in the cemetery buried. I'm running the necessary routes. All I wanted was appreciation from the ones that I appreciated. Nothing sophisticated. And all I ever needed was financial security to make sure that this music wouldn't murder me. Look, I grew up on Snoop Dogg and Primo. The music with them both. So I felt like the goal fulfilled. Vested every dollar saved. The music for real. All them real estate and stock and it steadily builds Now my family is good So the goals change, rules change I'm looking at it different now with old age Time used to move slow, now it flies fast You can always get your money But can never get your time back I'll be stuck in my ways Got me feeling That's some nice. way Like, it's It's already a
1: great song, and then you do an acoustic version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's beautiful.
8: So, shout out to
1: Classified. You can go look for that on YouTube. I love it, the acoustic version. With Just Chase, Brett Matthews, O Sound, and Jim Mullen. Oh, so good. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
0: Okay, so my question is... My
9: question is... Got a problem you can't fix.
1: Roz and Mocha got you.
8: Marissa?
9: Yes?
1: Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. So, what the hell is going on with you? What are you dealing with?
9: Well, my sister-in-law has crossed the line.
7: So you wrote us this, Rosamoca fixed My Life. I got married almost two years ago, and my husband, uh, in a very small ceremony with just my maid of honor and his mom, you decided not to tell people because you guys still wanted to have the big wedding, but with COVID, you had to cancel, and uh, he decided to share your marriage with his friends and family. Everybody was cool with it, except his sister. She got real angry and claimed that he only married you because you're, quote, foreign and needed to marry him to stay in the country country she now refuses to see or speak to you guys and has begun sneaking around to see your stepson without us knowing she even created an ig account for him without your knowledge i don't know how to approach the situation as i feel this behavior is not okay and i don't like the sneaking around where are you
9: i'm in the uk so i'm in london actually
7: and where are you from
9: so i'm from toronto like i grew up in toronto and in canada but i came here for work and then i met my husband and that is the life I lead now.
7: Okay, so you're the foreigner that's just trying to stay in the country, right?
9: Yes, a yeah, okay, for you. sure.
7: Allegedly, of you. course. <laughs> Yo,
1: why does your sister in law care so much yeah. about what's going on with like her brother and his life?
9: Um, well, there's like a long story, um, I think based on his ex. And I mean, it wasn't just her at the beginning, it was his mother as well. But um, we've sort of started to become like smoothings over with his mom but mm-hmm. his sister seems to not want to budge um
7: uh, at all <laughs> so the advice that i would give to you is because you are not the first person we've talked to with in-law problems yeah. okay um the, the first thing is what is your husband doing to fix this because this should not just all be on you
9: yeah i mean he's talked to her about like Um, getting the Instagram account taken down and she's like, I don't understand what the problem is. Um, She implies that his words aren't his words. I guess like suggesting I'm manipulating him into saying things or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, he's got to yeah. deal.
7: He's got to deal with this. That's his sister, okay, and he can't take a passive attitude, and he can't go to her and have these difficult conversations, and then come back and say, "I don't know what to do." She just won't do anything. No, it's your like, it's your stepson, his kid, and if the sisters created some weird Instagram account for a child, one, you're not allowed to do that, uh, unless you are a parent, and even then, I don't think you're allowed to have a, a, an Instagram dedicated to a child because it's weird. Yeah, um, and this is his problem this is his sister and you shouldn't be the one that has to figure out and strategize on how to smooth things over this is he's got to step up he's got to take care of
9: this yeah i guess it's just like i'm starting to get worried now with like chris was coming around and i know she's going to want to see um like our son and everything um and i just don't want it to be another situation where she like tries to do something where she can see him but i not be there because she's done that in the past where she like tries to get uh, my husband to like take the kid out of the house um, to like go somewhere where she happens to be like at his brother's house mm. um, in hopes that like, I guess I don't go. Yeah, or but something. again,
7: your husband's got to be tuned into yeah, this.
1: Yeah, he's got to be the one that has that conversation with his sister, like you should not
7: uh, have to deal with any of this, really. Like he should be the one saying, Hey, listen, this is the way Christmas is going to go down. Where are we doing it? Are we doing it at mom's place? Or are we doing it at so and so's place? Okay, what's the date? Okay, we will all be there. There is no, hey, what about if you just came over and then maybe don't bring your wife? There is none of that. Like that, he just, that nobody should be standing for any of that. Yeah, that's mean. Yeah and I, but don't get me wrong. I don't, I, I, I fully understand when people uh, do have those small weddings and nobody is invited and it's kept a secret uh, and other people in the family who love you guys get pissed off that they weren't invited. And I think at that point you have to allow them to be pissed off. You can't try and say, Oh, you're crazy. You have to allow people to be pissed off when they don't feel like they were included in something important. Okay. Like that's, that's the one sort of area where I will say that maybe you just have to cut her some slack. Everything Everything else, this cannot be your husband getting tricked into leaving you out of things. That is not acceptable. And if he says that he got tricked into doing something, there's a part of him that did it deliberately because he doesn't want the headache from his family.
9: Right, I agree with you like 100. Like I knew that there was going to be the potential of some people being upset or feeling like they missed out on, the, on like the ceremony and everything, and that was you know something we were very much prepared for. I think it was just more the in anger um mm-hmm. like in terms of like her being like oh married her cuz she's a foreigner and she needed like i guess the equivalent of some green card or something which isn't true i'm actually a portuguese citizen so i'm here legally on my own accord but it was just kind of interesting that she had to throw that in there why does um, why didn't she like you i don't know she's in my whole time being with my husband like even when we were dating and everything she's maybe said a couple words to me like ever yeah she not so like i don't really you. know what my, Did she get yeah, along i don't know what with-
1: your husband's ex
9: no 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 like it was really really bad with his ex like okay she did some pretty shady things and that's why she's no longer in the picture Mm -hmm. like she's Mm -hmm. not even allowed legally to be in the picture and I think that's made his family be very wary of who he, I guess, ended up with after her.
7: Gotcha. I get get that if you guys were just dating, they would be very wary. But he chose to marry you. You know, like you guys are you guys are married. You guys are a family and they have to they have to they have to let you in in order for things to not be weird. They have to let you in. Yeah, they do. And that's that's a conversation, again, that your husband's got to have with them. He's got to sit. Yeah. He has to sit them down and just on like a conversation that everybody is just super honest. Like, what is the deal? Like, what are you, like, is it you're protective of me? Like, is it that you're worried that I'm going to get hurt again? Because what's winding up happening right now is that I'm getting hurt even without her hurting me, but I'm getting hurt because you guys think she's going to hurt me. And it's throwing my whole world upside down, man.
9: Yeah, I totally agree. And like, I have actually said that, Tim, like they do treat me like, I guess, I feel, get the impression sometimes that I'm just some girlfriend that they're, that he's going to end up eventually leaving or something, but we're not, we're we're married. And it's just kind of like, you know, we're way more than just, Hanging out. I, or think this
7: is, I think this is a situation where adults need to sit down and have adult conversations.
9: Okay. Okay, cool. I okay. feel that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, Marissa. All right, thank you guys. You got
1: it. Love. Have a great day. Take
0: care. Ras and Mocha's fix my life
9: on Kiss.
0: Ooh.
1: People in places all around the world are trying their damn hardest to work around COVID restrictions. Yes. There is a gym. That was forced <laughs> to close in Poland, <laughs> but have announced that they are not actually a gym. No, they are. They're not. a retail store selling gym equipment. And for a fee, people can come in to quote, test the equipment out.
4: Oh.
1: They also offer church services. <laughs> so for, they're not a gym, they're a church? They're. They're definitely not a gym during COVID. Okay, all right. They're a retail shop that sells or will allow you to go in and test gym equipment. Okay. But they also, because you can't do like classes anymore, right? You can't do fitness classes anymore. But they have, quote, religious meetings that take place. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, In a Facebook post, the Atlantic Sports Club said since gyms cannot function we are opening the atlantic shop with exercise equipment everyone who wants to test our equipment for a fee is welcome
7: see this seems like not right to me and i'm all for you know bend them don't break them right like i'm all for figuring out a way in the manager also said that
1: quote because fitness classes cannot function from today, religious gatherings will take place in our club for members of the association called yeah. the Church of the Healthy Body <laughs> conducted by our council of elders.
7: <laughs> but what are you going to do? Right? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? The games you, don't stop, you, bro. No. <laughs> No, man. The Church of the Healthy I'm, Body. going go to do 16 reps of Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Roz,
7: how are you feeling? I'm good. Can't you tell?
10: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mocha. So
1: enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news.
10: A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News. Break.
7: Uh final casting for season five of the crown. I know season four hasn't even dropped yet. Yeah. But season five of the crown uh has cast Dominic West to play Prince Charles. Dominic okay. West from the Affair. Is that what he's on? Oh, is, that, is that his okay, big show? Sure. And he just was pictured like he had his own, I guess, affair thing going on where he was like seen kissing and cuddling Lily James. Oh, yeah? And then and then he and his wife got together and like they, the press were all out in front of their house and then they walked out and handed the press a note that said that we're still married and very much in love and they both signed it like some sort of weird agreement and gave it to the reporters. Like and, I don't know, man. The whole Sorry, thing I- was weird. He's also in The Wire. Yeah, he was also in The Wire. Uh, if you're fans of The Wire, which I know a lot of people are, I've just never seen The Wire. So I don't know Uh, how many jokes were told about Joe Biden compared to Donald Trump on the late night shows. So speaking specifically Hmm. about Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon, what would you say the percentage is jokes to jokes to Trump against jokes to Biden? Oh, like 70 percent to Trump. It was 78 percent Trump to Hillary Four years ago. Okay. So this time around, Trump to Biden, it's 97%. At least he's winning something. 97%. That was, there was 455 jokes told. About Donald Trump and 14 about Joe Biden. That is according to oh, no. the Center for Media and Public Affairs at George Mason University, and that doesn't even count the 64 jokes made about Trump's family.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's a separate category.
4: That is a whole Damn.
7: separate thing.
4: You that's know, Trump gonna whole... be mad about
7: that. <laughs> well, he won though, right? Like he won something, I guess. You can boast about that. An anonymous juror was permitted to release a statement uh, by a judge because it was ruled to be in the public interest this is in the Brianna Taylor uh, grand jury. Mm. And in the statement, they said that the state's attorney general only presented to the jury the wanton endangerment charges to be considered against one of the officers. After the jury statement was released, uh, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron uh, tweeted that he stood by his department's work and would not be appealing against the judge's ruling, meaning that they weren't given the opportunity. People heard the grand jury come back mm-hmm. with the wanton endangerment as the only charge against one of the three officers. Was that the officer that was on the on the outside? Outside of the the building. Correct. Um, And people assumed that there either wasn't enough evidence or that they couldn't come to any sort of conclusion in whether to bring other charges against the other two officers Mm -hmm. that went in through the front door. But they weren't actually what it says now, according to the grand juror. And by the way, this is so bizarrely unusual Mm -hmm. for a grand juror to be able to, to do a statement like this because they wanted to make it clear that they weren't given the opportunity to lay charges on the other two officers because that evidence wasn't actually presented oh, to the grand it was Only jury. on that one it was officer, only on that one. That's all they were gotcha. asked to decide on. Um, and uh, in response, um, Ben Crump, the lawyer for uh, representing uh, Brianna's family, accused uh, Cameron of misrepresenting facts to the jury, and he called for an independent prosecutor to hold new hearings and to quote do the work uh, Attorney General Cameron failed to do and seek justice for Bri so they're they're clearing that up now hmm. because I think that a lot of those grand jurors came out of there and the realizing that the public thinks that they did something that they did not do. So a judge allowed that one of the grand jurors to release this statement, which never happens. So are those other officers going to go to court then, or no? No. At all? No, at all. Because there was no, there was no. You have to take, you take the charges to a grand jury. The grand jury decides on whether or not it's going to proceed to um, action. Right? Mm. And they didn't. They weren't given the opportunity for that. It was just the the single Man, officer that, that right. was that was outside. Um, so uh, Donald Trump walked out of a, a interview that he was doing with sixty minutes yesterday. Did he really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. So Trump tweeted, I am pleased to inform you that for the sake of accuracy and reporting, I'm considering reposting my interview with Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes prior to airtime. This will be done so that everybody can get a glimpse of what a fake and biased interview is all about. So when you go into the White House and you're doing an interview or you go anywhere the archival team from the White House and the office of the president record everything for their own records. So every interview that the the presidents do, they have extra copies of it in their own archives. And so he's talking about now taking one of those archival tapes that's and just releasing it before the sixty minutes interview. So Trump walked out forty five minutes into the interview and didn't come back to do any of the you know when they're like walking through the rose garden sure didn't do any of those shots. But he was also supposed to and he was supposed to sit down and do a joint interview with Mike Pence uh-huh. with Leslie Stahl, And I don't know what happened, but Trump walked out forty oh, minutes. So he into didn't him.
1: say the reason for him no. walking
7: out. No, dun 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 dun. dun. Uh, Legally Blonde three. This is what fans have been wanting. So last night they did a massive zoom reunion uh, with the cast of Legally Blonde, and everybody was there, like Luke Wilson was there, Reese was there, Selma Blair was there, Jennifer Coolidge was there, Allie Larder was there, uh, Holland Taylor was there, the whole thing was there, and it was really, really sweet, and fans loved it. This is a little clip of uh, the uh, bend and snap conversation.
9: What lines do fans tend to quote the most when they come up to you? Well, people always, always ask me to do the bend and snap. (laughs) I think I dropped something on the floor that
3: I need to pick up. So you bend...
8: And snow.
7: And then they all started doing it. They all just like got up in their chairs uh, and they started doing band snap. I <laughs> love it. And then she what she was, what she was saying at the end there is that uh, that was actually supposed to be a big musical number in the movie, and they had backup dancers and everything else. Oh wow! And then they cut it. They cut it to just have it between just like in sort of real life and not a fantasy element to it. But what also was announced yesterday uh, was that May 2022, May 8th. I believe it's May 8th, 2022 uh, is the Legally Blonde 3. Now this has gone through, it was announced in like 2018 that they were going to do Legally Blonde 3 and they'd originally brought back the writers who did the first legal, or the second Legally Blonde. And then I don't know what happened, but then they broke away from those writers and then handed the project to Mindy Kaling. Oh, nice. And so this was a couple of weeks ago, Mindy Kaling, before the release date was announced, uh, um, doing an interview talking about her vision for Legally Blonde 3.
2: Here with you, Mindy. Also, So legally blonde threes talk about love. We know that you are working on the script. Reese is in the pool. Everybody is back for this. So how is this all how does this all come together for the for the third one?
9: Well, i had been working with her on a couple movies, and we've been friends for a while. And I have always quoted the movies to her. I was that annoying friend that would be like bend and snap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's been over twenty years since she did the first movie, and she asked me, you know, I'd really love to revisit this character. And I was nervous because the movie is so iconic. But then I thought it'd be really fun to see that character in her forties now. Like, what is what is Elle Woods dealing with as a you know forty one year old woman? And it's been really funny it's been really funny to write and I'm working on it with my friend Dan and I I think it's going to be a great movie for Reese and people are going to love to see her in this part. Can't wait. Can't. Oh so there man. You go,
7: right? I'm down a with a lot that. of excitement for that. So again, that is May 2022. The original release date was supposed to be May 8, 2020. Oh jeez. Like we passed it. That was the original release date and, and then, then they what sw- they switched writers <laughs> and they just like retooled the whole movie. So, May 2022 for Legally Blonde 3. Hey, did you Were you like at all interested in um, Quibi when that launched? Do you even know what Quibi is? I know it's like short form video content. Yeah, it was the Jeffrey Uh, Katzenberg. Like TV streaming movies or something? Yeah, Uh, he raised a billion promising investors uh, that it would change how the world watched television. Didn't they get like a couple of
1: like big time stars
7: attached to it? Yeah, and that's I think part of the problem is that they went after they went after people who had no social media sort of presence. And I don't mean they didn't like, I, I, like I'm like i not talking like Instagram followers and everything else, but mm-hmm. people who actually produce content on platforms that people watch, like YouTube and everything else. Um, because those are the influencers in that sort of world. And you see it with TikTok. Like if you allow the influencers to influence, mm. then your platform will do well because it's a completely different thing than television is. And they just went, after big names to sort of produce content for Quibi, and now it's folding. Oh, it, damn. It, la- it launched in 2020. It folded in 2020. Hold on, Quibi came out this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier this year, and I don't know anyone who I know subscribed. zero. I know zero people. I know zero people. Because I read the headline that they were folding today, and, and I only remember the last time I read anything about Quibi or saw anything about Quibi was when it launched.
1: Okay, yeah, and it was just like short form, like television shows, yes, right? Exactly. Episodes?
7: Yeah. You just watch yeah. on your yep, That's like fifteen it. minutes, whatever. Exactly. Huh. Uh so versus is apparently coming back. Nice. And uh so here's what happened is Busta Rhymes issued a challenge to TI. Okay. And Busta says, I'm begging you to step in the ring with me. I'm a bur- I'm a burst bust your ass. Let's have fun, T.I. Ooh. And then T I responded by saying, I don't know. That we were reaching back through the generations. Oh. And then he D. goes on I. to say, it ain't no disrespect at all. Y'all wouldn't put Brandy up against Dion Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I need a clown bustle like that. Okay. So but here's the reality: is that yeah, Brandy and Dion Warwick does seem a bit of a mismatch. Brandy's 41, Dionne Warwick's 80. Uh-huh. Okay? But Ti is forty and Busta's forty eight. Yeah, that's not (laughs) that's not through the generation. No, not at all.
10: You guys are still (laughs) in the same age bracket, bro.
7: Come on, man. (laughs) Seven years? I know. They still click the same boxes on forums. <laughs> Completely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If what? you click the same boxes
1: on forums, fair is fair. Fair is fair. Also, Busta would whoop your ass in that I, versus. I, I, think I, think so think, I think so
7: too. I think so too. so anyway, so don't look forward. <laughs> don't look forward. So stupid. Could you imagine though for poor Busta just trying to play along, you know, publicly saying, I know. Yo, T I, let's get this all bust ass. And T.I. I's like, No, you're way too old yeah. for this, man. <laughs> <laughs> like so rude. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto is set to become the first actor to play the Joker in two films. Nobody else has done that. Wait, what's the other one? The one that he's doing? Yeah. Justice League. The Zack Snyder HBO Justice League.
1: No, he's not. Yes, he is. Is he really?
7: Yeah, he's shooting right now. been. He and Ben Affleck are shooting extra things for the HBO Max Justice League episodic version of Zack Snyder's... Original cut.
1: That's going to end up being like four episodes on
7: HBO Max, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to wow, be—that's crazy. I think it's going to be eight hours long or something Did like, like that. people like?
1: You know what? I didn't watch any of the. I didn't watch First Justice League. Yeah, I
7: did watch it was a Suicide mess. Squad. That was even worse. Yeah. And people, I think, universally did not like um, Jared Leto's Joker, but I, I think that that has more to do with what they did with that movie than his performance. I think that Jared mm. Leto was fully capable of playing a really cool Joker, and I've always thought that. Uh, and I really wanted to see what they, the potential that he could have with that character. But, uh, but yeah, so Jared Leto is coming back for Justice League uh, on HBO Max. So he will be the first actor to play. Wow. Uh, to play uh, uh, Joker twice. Uh, Former Google CEO calls social networks amplifiers for idiots. The former chief executive officer, uh, Eric Schmidt, said the uh, excesses of social media are likely to result in greater regulation of Internet platforms in the coming years. Quote, the context of social networks serving as amplifiers for idiots and crazy people is not what we intended. He goes on to say, unless the industry gets its act together in a really clever way, there will be regulation, meaning that if... YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, everybody else can't curb the disinformation and vileness of their platforms. What's going to wind up happening is what he sees is that governments are going to come in and it's going to be now government regulated, like oh everything, God. like everything else is. So that's where we're headed, according to the uh, former CEO of Google.
1: Roz and Mocha QA. and We got some great questions lined up for this week's podcast. And uh, we go over to Jenny right now. How you doing, girl? Hey, good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. Thank you. All right. Go for it. What's your question?
5: All right, I, my question is, what is something you can't get rid of because you think you might need it one day, even though it's highly unlikely? For example? <laughs> my, You know what? My husband keeps boxes in case we move one day. Like, we'll buy we bought a TV when we first moved into our house, yeah. and then he wanted to keep the box because he's like, this is a good box, and <laughs> it fits the TV perfectly, and what if we have to move it one day? So he keeps a lot of boxes or extra dishes in case we ever buy a cottage. And <laughs> I, usually, <laughs> I usually keep, like, my single socks in case I ever find the one that I lost.
7: Wow. Yeah, I, I understand. It's so funny with boxes because at some point somebody said, Hey, just so you know, you have to keep all your Apple product boxes stacked in the top of a closet somewhere. And we all just went, okay. And like nobody throws out the Apple boxes, right? Yeah. Like we all have. I have. I have iPhone boxes from like the iPhone One, right? Like <laughs> well, I just, why did you get rid of them? I don't know. They just sit there. <laughs> like that you can now. I don't. I have no idea. Catherine takes all the boxes. She puts them up in the top of the pantry. Yeah. We well, have stacks and stacks and stacks of Apple boxes. Like the whole thing. Uh, I yeah. will say for me, I don't really because I'm not really a pack rat, and I don't really have that much stuff. But I will say that the one thing that I keep. Maybe in case I might need it one day, is clothes that no longer fit.
8: Oh,
1: yeah. I'm guilty, yeah. right? Guilty of that too. Yeah. Of course.
7: Yeah. I got, I got, I keep a lot of clothes that no longer fit me yeah. and and I, I there's, and it's not like I have an emotional attachment to them. Like, Oh my God, that was my favorite sweater, my favorite jeans. I don't, I just think one day they're going to fit again.
5: Yeah.
1: I'm the exact <laughs> but same I, way. I, I do
7: nothing to make them fit again.
1: <laughs> right? So Jenny, how long have you been living in this, in this home that you're in right now?
5: Uh, five years.
1: Oh, and your husband's still years. hanging on to that stuff as if just in case, oh, yeah. Like, have you well, been talking it, recently about moving again?
5: We have never talked about moving
1: oh. again. Oh
8: wow! No, so,
5: I and mean, even like buying a cottage, it's like this is like something that maybe in like twenty years. So I'm like we're saving boxes for twenty <laughs> or things for like saving twenty dishes. years from now, and the dishes and like even uh, like a somewhat working old kettle. <laughs> like just weird things that he's like Oh you could bring it To the cottage It's good for there I'm like I didn't even know That's awesome
7: uh, Okay so what was Your question yeah. again Say say your question okay. again One more time
5: Alright so what is Something you can't Get rid of Because you think You might need it Again one day Even though it's unlikely
7: Now Maury If we ask Matthew Would he say you Oh a <laughs> thousand Okay <laughs> uh, Ma- Maury
2: do you have Anything like that I am very guilty of this. Which so is what do you what do you have? Everything. So I used to gift Matthew for our anniversary every year a Swarovski butterfly, right? Oh but God, we have where all do you the put bo- all those in the in the bookcases, right? But yeah. I have all of the boxes that those came in still. Plus, mm-hmm. I keep right. all of the boxes of. I guess, kitchen stuff down in the cage because what if one day it needs to be put away or you move, then you know what it came in and it fits properly in the cutouts, right?
8: Oh, my
7: God.
2: Plus, plus, we bought all kinds of nice dishes yeah, and they're stacked up in the den and have been since we met for 13 years ago. Yeah. for 13 years ago. And we can't use them because Matthew says, well, we're not going to take those out until maybe one day we renovate the kitchen. Hold on here. So where do you, where are these dishes living right now? On the floor in the den. In oh. a
8: box.
7: In a box? In a box. You've had a box on the floor in the den for 15... 15- Several boxes. Oh, my God.
1: Have you ever looked under there just to see what the carpet looks like I now? know. It's probably, like, super
8: clean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yo, Jenny, I am... I'm similar to your husband because I moved... Like, not now, but I was. When I moved from uh toronto to calgary yeah the very first time i moved i kept all the boxes i just flattened them all and i stuck them in the back of a closet so all the boxes you you were coming back yeah ironically eight months later i moved from calgary back to toronto so all those boxes came in handy and then when i moved again uh to kitchener ontario I kept those boxes for quite a while, and after like a year, I got rid of them. But like certain boxes, I kept, like the box for my stereo or a box for like my DVD player. Like there's certain boxes for particular things that I kept. You did, huh? The boxes, I also, yeah. but
7: generally, boxes are easy to come by. Completely, like I, I don't know, if it's the, the original, original box, it came no, with. But
1: like I, sometimes I, you don't want to go through the trouble of going and finding
7: boxes. I can't
5: get. He rid isn't well. of boxes. breaking down though. In, in my oh, co- he doesn't. No because then that loses the strength of the box. <laughs>
7: so, <laughs> the box's integrity is compromised. Exactly. So you have all these
1: uh, like empty boxes just laying around
5: all at the top of our garage. Like there's just like these shelves and all along the top you can see all these full boxes that are not broken down because
7: it will ruin the box. Yeah. I, um, I have, I have a few boxes, ironically enough, at the cottage, (laughs) (laughs) um, that I haven't got rid of because, uh, they were barely used when we did the reno. Like this is my thing. If something is actually used to move, okay, I'll get rid of it. I'm going to get rid of the boxes. and I'm going to go buy new boxes. But when we did the reno, we added an addition to the cottage. So we added more square footage to the cottage, but we also sort of renoed the old space in the cottage. So what I had to do was I had to pack up everything in one half of the house and just move it 20 feet to the other half of the house. Yeah. So I bought all these boxes and I packed everything up nice and I put them put it on a dolly and I stacked everything in the other half of the house <laughs> 20 feet away. And then when the, the floors and everything else were done, I literally just moved it 20 feet the other way and unpacked everything. To me, those boxes were never used. Yeah. Right? Like they didn't go in a truck. They didn't see any elements. They, they were never exposed to anything. See, and so those boxes, I have not gotten rid of good, yet. Good, good,
1: good. Because I was going to say, those are some good ass boxes. They're perfect I boxes. On to those ones.
7: Yes, they're perfect boxes. Uh
1: the other thing that I'm guilty of, and I get this from my dad, is I will hang on to different sizes and types of nails and screws and yeah. like drywall plugs and like the the, the the plugs that you twist on top of like electrical wires. Yeah. Right? I have all of those. And then I had acquired so many of those. That I then had to go to Home Depot and buy one of those cases that have the individual squares. Yeah, and then I organize them all.
7: Yeah, right. No, I agree with you on that. Especially things that were difficult to find. Like I have a, a, a like a bin, like a Rubbermaid bin in the basement that has all my old sort of AV stuff in it. But it's mainly just cables. Yeah. Because back in the day, when you were trying to like put together this Frankenstein of like a stereo system and a DVD player and everything else, and you had all these different switches and stuff going on, all those individual pieces. Would was a trip to Radio Shack all those individual oh. pieces was a trip to um, uh, what was the place on Queen Street that had the gorilla out in front of it active surplus all those all <laughs> all those, all those little pieces I had to go and find and yeah. build all these things I don't need I any of them anymore yeah. or, and speaker wire I have tons uh, yeah, of speaker I can't wires. use any of them anymore I have so much speaker wire but I have no speakers in my house yeah. that ever use speaker wire but all this stuff was like so difficult for me to get that i just leave that box alone like right now that box is uh that box is like a it's it's a it's a box of hard work is what that that was speaker
2: wire (laughs) i only recently learned this that you can use speaker wire to for lighting for lighting wiring well there's no ground in it though because when Matthew's brother was installing the LED lights in our kitchen, he used speaker wire to run oh, from. Oh, maybe each. maybe maybe LEDs, maybe mm. LEDs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I'm guilty of that though. But I, keep- I have a box full of wires oh, as well and Gosh.
2: Allen keys. I've kept every Allen key ever from IKEA. For building things. But I they're have a, all the same Allen key. But I have a, a like a bin full but of Allen keys. you only need one. I know, but what if you lose one? You right? have a
7: bin full of Allen key, not Allen keys. Like they're all the same Allen key. <laughs> no, but there's more than one of the key. <laughs> right, I know, but they're all the same. The exact same.
2: Yes. <laughs> right. Like I have maybe 60 or 70 Allen key. I will say this. <laughs> Allen key. <laughs> I,
7: I will say this, uh, Jenny, and I'm going to admit to something right now. I yeah. hold on to underpants Way too long, really. Way too long.
1: Like, what's way too long? long.
7: Like, I, are we talking years and years? No, no, no. Like, uh, some of them, sure, depending on how sturdy they are. I Hmm. will still in my rotation, I have underpants where the uh, there is no elastic left anywhere in them, and there's holes (laughs) going all the way up the butt crack.
1: Why? Like, you still wear them? I
7: still wear them. They're still in the rotation. Why? They're still in the rotation. So who I does put the them? laundry? Okay, Catherine does. And she hasn't thrown um, them out. She, listen, she's not going to throw out my stuff, okay? Because then, then, it, then it becomes a whole thing. I'm like, hey, where, where are my undies? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's she, does, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. My crack-free care. undies. Yeah. Hey, Jenny, how old are you? 36. Uh, so your husband, you tell me if, if anything like this ever happens, okay? So yeah. I have underpants where if I put them on, okay briefs I don't wear boxer briefs I wear briefs sexy briefs okay Okay. I have underpants where if I put them on as soon as I get them on everything up front just falls out to the side
8: what the
7: hell yeah you need new undies yeah but no, I have undies that when I pull them on, yeah? everything falls out the side. And then when I put my jeans on, I tuck it back in and then put my <laughs> jeans on and do my jeans up. That's how old my underpants are. So my underpants, and don't get me wrong. I have brand new underpants, yeah. right? Like I have brand new, but my rotation is so vast that some days I get new undies and some days I'm getting undies that I've had since before we started so the show. you not even
1: like go through the collection and say, okay, I'm getting rid, getting rid, getting rid, no, getting rid.
7: No, 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 no. Because I only buy a, a new underpants once every couple of years. Years. Yeah, And when I buy them, I buy like 15 pair, uh-huh. but
2: I don't get rid of the old ones. Oh. See, this is what we call a hint, right? Roz is hinting at what he wants for his birthday oh, next No, year. it's <laughs> really not. I, up on that? Underwear.
7: Oh, no. I do not need you to buy me undies. Wait,
1: but Jenny, are you guilty of of any of this stuff? Like, do you have things in your life that you've acquired that you just can't get rid of or you won't get rid of? And it might be for, you know, similar to, to what Roz and I were saying where... A shirt or a set of pants, maybe, that one day they'll fit again?
5: Everyone has those, where you're, like, hopeful that you'll get back into them. Mine is more socks. I always keep, like, there's a pair of socks that I like, and then I will lose one of them, and then I keep the other one. So I just have a drawer full of them, and sometimes I lay them back out on my bed, and I'm like, does anyone have a pair? <laughs> is there a pair in here? No, and I put them back in my drawer, and then I just hope that I'm going to find the other one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure I can go through our house and find stuff that I've acquired over the years, like even before I met my wife, Mm -hmm. that I've held on to for a just in case I
2: need it. I still have my Air Cadets outfit from when I was 15. Really? <laughs> For yeah. What? It's in my drawer of nostalgia, where I have all of my hockey uh, jerseys. I guess you'd call them you sweaters. Still have all that stuff? Well, because what if one day you need to look back and remember when?
7: Oh.
1: Or like one day if the army calls. and says, <laughs> Yeah. More I, I need have you. The reserves. <laughs> I still have my. I still <laughs> oh, have the I have.
7: Uh, I have five chopsticks.
1: Five chopsticks. Yeah. So okay. missing, I
7: got. I got a set. I got a set a while ago. Really nice chopsticks. I got three. Three pair of chopsticks. Yeah. Lost one. Okay. Okay. So now I have five. And you're hanging on to... And I hang on to the fifth, even though I don't... Like, the the sixth is gone. Yeah. Right? I have an uneven number of chopsticks, and every single time we sit down to eat... Okay. Oh, no. Okay. So somebody, two people get the good chopsticks and then yeah. there's always the, the one left in the drawer. And then I have to go hunting for some sort of chopstick substitute instead of just getting rid of that one and buying new ones. Right. Right. So I'm always fighting with five chopsticks. So do you use a chopsticks and a straw? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll sometimes do something I'm or I'm and, the and guy like that fork. has to take the ones out of the bag in like the, 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 the paper wrapper yeah. and use those ones. Cause the girls use the, the girls use the good ones. But yeah, so I will not get that that I will not get rid of that fifth chopstick and I won't buy new chopsticks. I'm always no. dealing with an uneven number of how chopsticks.
2: You, did you learn how to use chopsticks? I have no Like, I've tried. I can't do it.
7: I learned how to use chopsticks when I was about nine.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. I can't do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. I didn't I was learn about, I was how about to use nine. chopsticks until like a few years ago. Oh, really? you know how?
2: Nah. I could never I get it. I can't do it. I can't Couldn't do get it. it.
1: Really? Huh. I don't now know, I like, do.
2: I don't know. Like I, I'm always told, you do it like a pencil, and then the other one rests on top. But yeah. then it just kind of wobbles off to the side. Like Roxy's
7: been using chopsticks since she was about six. Oh yeah, wow! But you taught her. I had nobody to teach me. Right. Yeah. No. I started using chopsticks when I was about nine. So when
2: we go out to like one of those fancy restaurants that have chopsticks, I always like whisper to the waiter, "Can I get a fork?"
7: Really? <laughs> we had a place in Acton when I grew up called the Royal Cafe. Every small town has one Chinese food place. Yeah. And the Royal Cafe was incredible. It was this tiny, tiny, tiny little place. And this guy, John owned it. And um, and when you went in, there was never anybody in there, but they just happened to have the best burgers and fries in town. Their okay. burgers were incredible. And they cooked their fries in the same oil that they cooked their their uh, egg rolls. Oh, okay. So their fries, yeah. it was like a different kind yeah. of French fry. It tasted like egg roll, but they were still French fries. And that's I remember cool. when I was, yeah, when I was a little kid, my dad used to take me in there and they always just had chopsticks, chopsticks on the tables. And he would come by and show you how to use chopsticks so you could eat your fries with chopsticks. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's how I learned was this guy would just come by every time you were in there and he would show you, re-show you, re-show you, re-show you, re-show show then you. you could only pick up one fry at a time. And that, yeah. And you pick up, but that's so much fun for a kid eating fries with oh, chopsticks. Yeah. Every kid wants to eat fries with chopsticks. What about-
2: Forks can pick up at least three. I
7: never use a fork with fries though. Do you guys
2: fries, remember
1: um, chopsticks? Chopsticks that had, and I don't know if you remember this, Jenny, they had like a little spring <laughs>
7: yes. in between, yeah.
1: right? They were flimsy as hell. They'd break in two seconds, but yeah. my folks used to buy those for me all the time because I would try and could never get it and then end up breaking the damn thing.
2: Really, yeah. huh? That's and incredible. And I still didn't
1: really learn how to use you chopsticks can- until... Recently,
2: you can get the ones that are sort of connected at the top, no spring, but it's kind of like the, one but bent in yeah, the middle. Yeah, those are called tongs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey Jenny, thanks so much for listening and thanks for your question. That was fun.
7: all right thanks guys. All Take right, care. Thank you.
1: Riley wants to know, Roz, are you
7: still thinking of ordering that new Bronco? Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, Catherine doesn't so much want the new Bronco though. Why? Uh, it's a little bit too big. Oh, okay. because we have to do a lot of street parking. And in the neighborhood we live in, things are, things are sort of tight. Um, So I don't think she wants the, if we could get the two door new Bronco, because it looks sexy, but the two door is not practical for our family because we got a kid that needs to get in and out of the back to go to school. And nobody wants to, if you're in the passenger seat up front in January, get out to let the person in the back seat out. Nobody wants that. Uh, But the new Broncos are really, really, really sexy. Have you seen the new Hummer? I hate it. I haven't seen I've it. I've never liked Hummer. It's Hummers. about
2: like a, I guess an electric Hummer. Yeah. I've never, it's for a hundred, that's a hundred thousand dollars. I know, but if they said in the ad what? that it goes from zero to 60 in three seconds. You ever sat in a Hummer?
7: No. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I've been in plenty of Hummers. Like the, like the, not the military Hummer, but the commercial Hummer. Um, there is shockingly very little room in those inside, I those, it was inside those cars. In there. No, what's massive is the distance that you are from the person beside
1: you. Yeah, that's that, where
7: they're big. Is the Hummers console, are why The middle
1: console takes up a lot of space.
7: It takes up a lot so of. space. So you don't space. have room in front of you. No headroom even. Like yeah. I oh. like I was in a Hummer. I've sat in the front of the Hummer. I've sat in the back of the Hummer, and I feel somewhat cramped inside really? inside a Hummer. Where Hummers are crazy when you sit. In it and it messes with your senses is when you look to the person who's driving if you're in the passenger seat and you're like wow you are really far away from me right but now but yet
2: it still fits in a lane on the road
7: yeah barely though but so does a boat you know what i mean true yeah. <laughs> like yeah we
1: used to uh at the the radio station i worked at before here yeah uh our promo vehicle was a hummer so i used yeah. to drive that thing around all yeah. the time yeah and you're right it's it's rather small on the inside. Even if you get the one where uh, you have seats in the front and seats in the back, yeah. it's
2: so crammed in the back. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. crammed in and the back. I always saw the sexiest ladies driving Hummers. Excuse me. What? Back in the day, I remember in the 90s or whatever, I always saw sexy ladies driving Hummers. The only Hummers. person I ever saw drive a Hummer in the 90s was Arnold Schwarzenegger.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
7: No, Hummers aren't cool. But yes, I really do want the new Bronco. I just don't think it's all that practical.
1: Aaron says here, what's one thing that you think every Everyone should try at least once.
7: I was going oh, to say, "Oh, go ahead."
1: Cool. What you laughing
2: at in there, yeah,
1: I
7: know.
2: I just thought of sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going <laughs> to say that, but I can't do that. I just said
7: sex. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, I'm with you on that. I think that everybody should. I mean, I was going to say try growing a beard. Everybody, though, Maury. Mm-hmm. Everybody. What should? <laughs>
1: do you understand what "everybody" means?
7: <laughs> what should everybody try at least once? Oh, that- Sushi. Eh, no, oh, I don't. Sushi. I mean, I think you'd live a long, happy life oh, without having ever, you ever had su- sushi. Skinny dipping's a good one. Feeling sure. water. Feeling...
2: Have you done it? I've never done it. You've never oh. skinny dipped? No. Where am I going to do that? I don't know. You never went to my a, dad's lake. Pool, you went to a lake when you were a kid? Yeah, but I'm always with my dad. Right. Mm. And I don't want him seeing me naked again. Right. And you've never skinny dipped at your dad's? No way. No? <laughs>
7: You'd be out of the family at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like I would say in, like in my, in, in our pool. Yeah. If I'm alone, right? Like the girls aren't around, whatever. I'm going to say that my ratio to being in the pool with and without a bathing suit is like
2: 60, 40 without. Yeah. That's right? a lot, right? Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> um, is it? Does it feel amazing to have water just brushing up right against it? I don't know you ever taken a bath is it the same
8: (laughs) you ever
7: submerged your naked body in water yeah I find it puzzling that you don't know
2: what water feels like against it no but I assume it's different in a pool because there's jets and uh, stuff and it just floats there no
7: what is different is swimming is when there's drag on it that's what that's what feels different <laughs> is when you push yourself off the Ooh. wall and you shoot across the pool the drag that it creates is where you is where you feel it so yes i would 100% agree with you more what's better on, on to be naked in dipping. a pool or the lake oh a pool yeah. there's like no. you got
12: temperature
11: temperature yeah, control.
7: nobody wants to be naked in a lake Trinkage. Lakes are dirty yeah uh, but yes
8: yeah, skinny, dip- skinny then, dipping then, is a great, skinny a great
2: one skinny dipping is a great one q tips deep in your ear no no absolutely not I know that feels amazing.
1: <clears throat> um, I would say ice skating. ice skating's
7: real nice. Ice skating is real nice. Yeah. I like that one. Geez, what's a... I'm trying to think. There, there's a whole world of things. Like, I don't want to say something like falling in love because that's not really up to you. It's not like something that you can try.
2: Oh, like, should, are we going to be saying like bungee jumping or anything? Yeah,
7: but I don't agree with that, though. I think that you... I don't think people should try that. I think it takes a very specific person to want oh, to I do wouldn't, that.
2: Oh, I wouldn't bungee jump. No, I would,
7: I would never. I've seen
2: way
1: too many scary videos of them. cords snapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To I do would, anything like that. I,
7: like, I would never say that or roller coasters or skydiving or... Oh, okay. Cario. Okay. Um, no. I would say no. <laughs> uh, I would say no. But yes, I know where you're coming from with that. And that's like a sort of facing your fear kind of thing, yeah. right? Yeah, no. I don't know if I would ever I don't know if I would ever do that. Kissing in public. Sure. Oh, I got one. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Toast? Yeah. One side got peanut butter. Yeah. The other side got Nutella. And then you put banana inside. Yeah. Oh, oh and You God. eat that as a oh, sandwich? Woo! You're disgusting. Baby. No. But that's people not don't like, need to try that. Like, Okay, okay it's, right, But that's so not like a big good. Yeah, that's
7: like a, that's your weirdo breakfast, though. <sighs> I, don't I just want had that. one the other day. It was so good. I would oh, never, I would never eat that. Uh, what do I think that people should try at least once? I think, oh, okay, you know what? And I know that this is. It's going to seem very commonplace, okay. But I think that there are people that will never experience this, and that is one thing that I think that you should try at least once: is living alone.
1: Oh,
2: really good one. I thought you were going to say living a lie. No, no live, that living, living, is living alone.
1: amazing. You living know what? Living alone. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Living on your own, like especially for the first time. Yeah, that first like few months of figuring things out on your
7: own. It's so important. Because now everything is so expensive when you live in these cities and I think that there's a lot of people that are going to go from their family's place to maybe roommates and then maybe married. Yeah. Or, or a partner or however you want to work it. I think that we're that we're going to see a lot of generations
2: of people who have never lived alone. It's glorious. I would do yeah. it again in a heartbeat.
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> make one phone call more. <laughs> make one phone call. Actually, no, you don't even have to make a phone call. You just need oh. to not exit out of your computer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Do you know so, what the best so you want us,
2: it'll,
7: it'll happen for you? Don't want us to call it Matthew?
2: Are you out of your tree? <laughs>
7: <laughs> of <if> your
1: tree. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was gonna say the, the the cool things about living alone are just like you know not worrying about things like dishes, eating out of uh, like if you make mac and cheese, eating right of, out of the pot, or sleeping naked. Like there's just so much stuff that
1: you can do alone. <laughs> Hold on, bro. Wait a second. You <laughs> could, as a married man, right? You could sleep <laughs> naked any time you want. In Thank your
2: you. own home. Oh, for sure. But then you get like the, are you really touching the sheets with your bare ass comments? No. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> like, I remember when I used to sleep naked, it felt cool. You don't sleep naked, huh? No. When's the last time you slept naked? When Matthew was uh, on a work trip. Shh, don't tell. No, no, but
7: when's the last time you slept with Matthew naked? Did you ever, and then it just stopped, or you never did? Oh, I mean, for 10 minutes after. Oh, but then you go and get dressed and go yeah, back to bed and change the sheets. Yeah. Wow,
2: you change the sheets. That's <laughs> why it's like it's, it's, it's a lot of work. You change the sheets. Does Matthew make you change the sheets? <laughs> oh no, he does. Right, like if there's you know like bundle them up, put them in the wash. Oh my god! Like right away, oh, right away. So you guys are just not even, all not, business, business, the next, huh? <laughs> not even the next <laughs> like, day. Like you I would, don't even
1: like lay there and like. I'm surprised. Be in the that, moment. I'm
7: surprised you guys don't have a separate room for it that looks like like a Dexter <laughs> kill room that's just Literally, all like covered in plastic yeah. with a hard tabletop.
1: So you guys are done, and it's like sheets off, your clothes on, off the bed right away and
7: then okay. you make the bed again yes oh that's so not sexy at all <laughs> that's that's what that's what you do when somebody has an accident <laughs>
2: before you gotta like set the temperature and you
7: know, no, no 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 you guys could. are legit just business partners <laughs> <huh>? yeah <laughs> I understand I understand throwing a bath towel down on the bed uh-huh. you know cause if you don't want you know maybe you're at, <laughs> maybe you're at somebody else's house right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? I, yeah maybe you're spending the night somewhere i understand throwing a, ba- like, you know, a bath, a, a, hotel. bath yeah. a bath towel down not a hotel um you know i understand that but what i don't understand is getting up right away to wash the sheets that to me is just such a complication and an overstep to even ask i remember one time there was um there was some i was with somebody who okay like i don't want to say too much okay. okay
2: but don't say too little
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: why are you such a perfect.
7: okay So here's my thing about interruptions. And I put this in the same category as washing the sheets immediately after as far as like ruining whatever just happened. Yeah. Uh, I was with somebody very, very briefly where during things, so things would happen, right? A lot of things that usually happen before other things. Uh And after those things happened, she would insist on the both of us going to the bathroom to brush our teeth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> really yeah shem is shocked shem is in the other room looking yes shocked.
7: yes both of you yes both of us at the same time yeah we would we would both go in and, and once the once the the beginning things happened yeah then it was then it was a pause to go and brush teeth and then go back before kissing was to start again and then what and then you would just continue
1: but then like that time that you spend brushing yeah that's like just time that's like not wasted, but, no, no, but the, the
7: moment. I know. You're
1: not in the moment You're anymore. not in the race.
7: You're in the pit. And the yeah. problem is that at that point, you don't have a pit crew helping you work things through, right? Yeah, no. So, no. You almost
1: have to start from the you beginning. You got to start
7: from the beginning all over again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Couldn't you just pop a breath
8: mint?
7: No, there was it was such an awkward thing. And this was very, very brief. Like yeah. maybe this happened like two or three times. Uh. This was a very, very brief thing. But I remember that. I was like, wow, this is a hang up. Yeah. Like this is, and this isn't something that's going to get better over time. This is only something that's going to get worse oh, over yeah, time. for sure. Right? Like worse over time. But I put that in the same category. I would not put as, that in the same category. A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: This question comes to us from Carter. What is an everyday activity that you refuse to do? Laundry. But that doesn't happen every day.
7: No, no you're right. Now, an everyday activity means that it's, it's something that's commonplace, not necessarily something that you do every day.
1: Like, let's say, you know, you don't brush your teeth every single day.
2: Well, I know one. I can, Matthew refuses to do garbage. What do you mean? He will not take out the garbage to the chute or out back. That's my job. He he will not. He says, quote, I will not do garbage. Wow. What's his reasoning for not doing garbage? He, even when he worked in retail and he had to take out, like, there was part of the job was to take out garbage, he wouldn't take out. He will not touch trash. Really? Huh. I know, but he'll touch me. huh? Uh, I didn't say that, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, he won't touch you. According to you. No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why I'm mean, she's the McQueen. Yeah, yeah, it's right.
7: It's right down the line with his personality. <laughs> like it would be puzzling if he wanted to touch you. It's not that he
2: doesn't. Uh, what Everyday is something
1: activity that you refuse to do? Um,
7: like
2: I won't do dishes. Like if I cook, I won't yeah. clean the dishes. Like that's my one rule. If I did all the cooking, yeah. I won't clean the dishes.
7: I don't mind doing stuff like that though. I, I don't just think, always I don't think forget. you should have to do both. Mm, but you just do it as you go though, right? I'm terrible yeah. at that. I am terrible at cleaning as I go cuz I just get it. I just make start making a mess and then I'm just like I just love making a mess in the
2: kitchen. It's yeah. great,
7: right? Oh. Um, I don't clean as
2: I go though. I won't make I the bed. You won't make the bed. I don't think beds need to be made unless the company's coming over. Oh, wow. But you don't think that getting into a nice
7: bed at night when it's made feels so much better? I don't like when the sheets are super tight. But don't
2: tuck them in then. Just keep them loose. Like, I like when it's all over. Hold on, Stop
1: for a second. But why would it matter if guests are coming over? Like, you're not bringing your guests into the bedroom.
2: Oh, the guests see the bed. The door's open. Like, if, yeah. if it's family or whatever, they'll always come in because, you know, my stepmom wants to see if the pillow she made is out.
8: right right (laughs) right
2: Yeah, so you won't make the bed, huh?
1: No. You know mm. what? I would say I'm I'm probably on, on that side of the spectrum as well.
7: You don't make the bed? Nah. Yeah, you don't see the point? No. No, huh? But
1: I will agree that getting into like a a nice made bed, Yeah. it feels amazing.
7: Yeah, I love, Catherine makes the bed every day. Yeah. And I, when I get into it at night, it is a whole different thing. Sometimes when, it, it was, I don't even know what would happen, but sometimes the bed just doesn't get made and it's not the same thing. Uh-huh. Like it's not the same thing. And Catherine is so insistent on the t- on a top sheet, first of all. And the top sheet has to be perfect.
2: What's the top sheet? The, what's the, the, the fitted sheet and then yes. the sheet. That's the top sheet? Yes.
7: Okay. And then the blanket goes on top of the top yeah, sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So if I go to bed before she does, let's say on one night, right? And if I'm in there and the bed's not perfect, the top sheet is not perfect. Let's say it's bunched up on her side or a little bit yeah. more on my side from the night before, things got a little wonky, right? Whatever. Uh, if she crawls into bed and I'm sound asleep, and if that top sheet is not perfect, she whips off all the blankets no. while I'm sleeping. And oh, fix man. and fixes and fixes the not top cool. sheet. Yeah. That's and fixes and so fixes the top cool. sheet. Lights on and everything. Oh. oh. Huffing. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that way you know. Yeah, no, I have uh, never, ever, ever been a make the bed every single day kind of guy no, no. way really like, even huh? now like if i'm the last one out of the bed yeah i still won't make like i may just like pull the sheet up to the <laughs> like half you know? ass completely not even half
7: no no general <laughs> walk into the room and she's like what
1: I'm is th- that i thought you were gonna make the bed i'm like yeah i kind of did yeah yeah that's one of those that i i i i just uh whatever i no, just find it whatever
2: like do you have linen spray that you spray
7: no because all the the that bed? stuff is just toxic chemicals Oh, I don't need it. like Like a Febreze kind of thing? Like that oh, stuff? Oh, no, like, or... a, like a
2: lavender, like a bed lavender spray.
7: Uh, no, we have diffusers all over the house, though. Catherine really likes diffusers. Yeah,
2: same. Oh. Yeah, she no, puts like spreads. she
7: puts like oils in the diffusers. Oh, I love and those then, things. And then the house, the house just our, our, our house smells like like a spa. Like when you like, and but they're all yeah. different, right? So it's like when you walk downstairs, there's one smell. When you walk upstairs, there's another smell. The office has a smell. The living room always has a smell, that. and they're all that. hidden because oftentimes I find diffusers are ugly, so they're all hidden behind behind things. Oh, that's and awesome. so it just smells nice.
1: Emily asks, "Do you remember anyone in your lifetime that you wish you could have given thanks to, but didn't get?" This a chance
2: like they died do i remember do i have anybody i don't think any...
1: it has to necessarily be somebody who passed just anyone if... that you've encountered in your life
7: i'm sure there is like i'm 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 sure that there's people that i should have thanked at the time but i think that that it's not necessarily regret but i'm going to use the word regret just because i don't know of a better word right now i think that that sort of regret comes for me anyway when it's long after the fact where I realize what it was that somebody actually did for you, Mm -hmm. right? Where oftentimes somebody will do something nice or kind or thoughtful or... They will go out of their way, but when it 's actually happening, you don 't see it that way. You may just see it as normal behavior you may just see it as something else, and then you' only realize after the fact years later that that was actually exceptional behavior on their part, yeah, and you didn 't quite fully thank them or give them the thanks that they would have deserved at the time for going so far out of their way. so yeah, I would say absolutely there's people do I have any specifics no, but i 've had some people do some pretty incredible things uh, for me in my in in my life and Um, I don't think that I've thanked most people I know enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have, um, like there's one teacher in high school who was real, real good to me. And I was like a, I mean, I didn't necessarily care about high school Mm -hmm. as much as I should have. And, uh, and this one teacher was really, really cool. And, uh, I never thanked him. And I remember I tried looking him up like a couple of years ago. I couldn't find him like on Facebook. I think Did I call the school board? I never called the school board. I don't think he's teaching anymore. Um, But uh, he's one person. There's another guy when I was interning at a radio station in New York. And I was just like trying to soak up all the information that I could from like every single department that was Mm -hmm. there, including the people who were working on the air. And this one guy who did, um, he was on right after the morning show. And he let me hang out with him like almost every day, mm-hmm. and I just like watched what he did, and I would like answer the phones for him, and like just organize things for him. And um, he he always treated me really well. And then I, when my internship in New York was done, I left, and then I never kept in contact with him at yeah. all. But I, in that time, like I had learned so much, and. After all this time, I had always said to myself, oh, "I wonder what this guy's doing now, and if I should, like, I want to find him, reach out to him, and let him know that back then, when I was a frigging kid, just as a kid intern, mm-hmm. like everything that he was doing, he may not know or didn't know at the time that I was like learning from him and like picking up on on certain traits yeah. uh, from him. He's one person. I actually I did find him on Facebook." Like two or three years ago, really? Yeah, Yeah, he works in like Kentucky or or Texas or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. I never Uh. (laughs) messaged (laughs) him. No, I never
8: Uh, messaged (laughs) him. Yes, Maury.
2: Um, the one, two, one. um, This guy, similar situation that I interned with, and he helped me get into the business when I. um, He took me in. We became close friends, and I would help him on his show in radio and uh, I didn't realize at the time how awesome he was and what he was doing for me at the time, and then he died, Mm -hmm. and I never got the chance to thank him. Like, we hung out all the time and stuff, but I never actually said, hey, dude, thanks for letting me come in and hang out and, you know, answer the phones like you did in New York or or do anything because that sparked the rest of my jobs because people saw me and said, do you want to do this, do you want to do that? And so I didn't get to thank him. And the other one was when one of my bosses in radio um, walked out on his wife and he came, showed up at my door and moved into my basement apartment. I never got to thank him for, you know, helping me sort of go to bed on time and stuff. Do you ever get the
7: sense that Maury cares more about everybody else that has ever gave him an opportunity in radio than us?
8: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean?
7: <laughs> like he always has these great stories about these people yeah, like these wonderful stories about these people you right? know what maybe
1: he'll have wonderful stories about us if he just doesn't work with us
2: anyway hell no no I appreciate that <laughs> hell no I, crazy story, like hell the guy that first no. gave me an opportunity radio I mean hell I mean, no come, what, like the guy that left his wife nah, and moved nah, into my nah. basement apartment
1: no I Wait, know what do you
2: mean he made sure you went to
1: bed on time because okay, <laughs> so
2: he was don't, my don't, boss don't, don't, yeah. he was don't. my boss he showed up I lived in a basement of, actually, like a basement apartment, one-bedroom thing.
8: We know what basement apartment (laughs) Okay. I keep saying basement apartment.
2: basement apartment's
7: when you're in a house and you (laughs) walk
2: down the stairs
1: it's he, in the basement
2: shows like an apartment like it was late at night and there was a knock at the door and he had garbage bags of all of his clothes and yeah. he came okay, in okay I don't want
1: to
7: hear the story about how this situation <laughs> happened Your
2: I had a question
7: was the question was how did he make sure you went to bed on time
2: he would yell from the couch being like brother you gotta go to bed you have a shift in the morning cause he would he sketch he did all the schedules and stuff and I was up talking to guys on ICQ right. they'd be like dude you gotta go to bed
1: okay <laughs> would he like tuck you in
2: and stuff well, no, but he came in to make sure, like that I he would, was he would, actually check in. in <laughs> he peeked in on you. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird, man.
1: And did he have to wake you up in the morning?
2: If I didn't, if it was the time when I was late or if the alarm was still going, he'd be like, "Brother, you got to get up." <laughs> 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 he calls you brother a lot, huh? Super
7: weird. <laughs> Nine Two Five, Maurice had some really crazy relationships in his life I know. <laughs> I know. My child. Like- at kiss
1: 925 uh on instagram is where you will find ask Roz and mocha that's where you ask your questions all right oh, thank wait. you for listening this to is the Roz and one mocha Show podcast what There's we got man
2: Roz seems to fall in love or fall asleep on the couch all the time he wanted to know where you got your couch
1: oh um, yeah no- your super comfy couch
7: <sighs> no, no 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 i can't do this because um uh, we had a really, really great couch that I loved a lot and it was sort of falling apart a little bit underneath and then every couple of months I would flip it over and fix it with like zip ties and everything else and then Roxy and I loved it and then Catherine got a new couch yeah. and it looks beautiful. Like the couch that she got looks so stunningly beautiful. It is just about the most uncomfortable thing I've ever sat on oh. and and Roxy and I let her know every single time. Oh, if no. I, if, I, oh, accidentally oh, fall, if I accidentally fall asleep on this new couch that we have, I wake up and I have to I have to like leave I wake up and I'm in pain
1: so uh, oh okay so out of being uncomfortable and not out of spite
7: right or both oh no 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 from being uncomfortable from being absolutely I wanted wanted to love it I love a big couch yeah and this thing is so uncomfortable that I cannot I won't even say where we got it because I don't want somebody else's life to be ruined (laughs) no but you missed the zip tie couch oh my god do I miss it (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: I
2: love that thing. Okay,
7: I loved that thing.
1: The couch that we had, the sectional we had at our old house prior to moving to this house was my favorite couch in the entire world. And when we moved into this house... The layout of the room where our couch is wouldn't be able to fit that couch. So we ended up giving the couch to my mother in law. Right. So anytime I go over there, I just have these great memories. And I sit on the couch, I sit on my spot, I lay down, I put my head on the arm. Yeah. <laughs> the vestry spot's still there, I too. I totally right? get it. Yeah. Oh, the couch. I fully, fully get it. The couch yeah. we have
2: right now is the fi- my absolute favorite couch. I sleep on it, as you know, all the time. Matthew yeah. is insisting that we're going to be getting a new couch. He's in love with this couch that he wants to get. I've tried it in the store. It's mm-hmm. so uncomfortable. I don't want it. But I don't know how to tell him I don't want you to buy this new couch. Can we please just keep the one that we have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Let's. No, 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 what <laughs> no, are you doing? No, get out of your tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you do, don't want to call him? No, oh, I'm asking you.
8: You asked said, you said if I don't you ask ask him.
2: You said, I don't know how to tell him, yeah, so.
8: Yeah, no, I'm asking fine. you what
2: I can then say when I get home alone. If you know, because Why I don't I just know call that him ta- no. T- no, because no. then it means that I'm telling you. Don't oh. do it, don't do it, get out of your tree.
7: Maury's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> hair sort of looks like Houdini's, huh? you think? you got a real Houdini look going on. Uh, yeah, it's disappearing a <laughs> You ever Google the picture of Houdini no. and realize, man, I look like that guy? <laughs> Let me see. Yo. Uh, yeah, Google Houdini. What
4: was it? Just Google, just, 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 just the Google magi- Houdini. H
7: O U D I N I. And then look at the black and white pictures that show up on the side.
8: <laughs> yeah, bro. Right?
7: That's your hair. <laughs> If anybody's listening, if you're listening to this right now, Google, just go go into Google and Google Houdini and look at the black and white pictures that pop up on the site, because that is that is the look that Maury's gone going with right now.
0: Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
9: Catch the guys live.
0: Weekday mornings from 6 to 10.
9: On Kiss 92.5.
8: KISS925. Kiss925.com.
9: Or download the KISS925 app.